All right, getting ready to crank up another busy week here, broadcasting on the Robert Scott Bell Show, partly in studio, partly out and about, or out and about for my Canadian viewers. We had a great weekend at the Be Healthy Utah event. Thank you to everybody that stopped by. I've got some great interviews that will be airing, not today, not tomorrow, but well, probably a week from today, because we've got so much to do between now and then. Uh, we got Ken Rutger scheduled, uh, NFL player, uh, going back to uh, the uh, Green Bay Packers, at the very least. That's going to be cool. Uh, a real health freedom guy, if there ever was one as an athlete. We're going to get to that and a whole lot more on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Yeah, you know Tucker Carlson is out at Fox. So is uh, Don Lamont at CNN. Is this the sign of the apocalypse? <laughs> what does that even mean? Stand by to find out. The Robert Scott Bell Show cranks it up for health, freedom, and healing liberty right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty, The Robert Scott Bell Show. We have some news from within our Fox family. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have mutually agreed to part ways. Tucker's last show was this past Friday. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News. Wow. Wow. Tucker Carlson out at Fox News. Your reaction? I mean, I think it changes things permanently. I, it, that's one of the few voices in, in the in the Republican Party that would call out the nonsense uh, from GOP senators, governors and otherwise, uh, you know, an actual thought leader uh, mm -hmm. in, in conservatism. And, you know, the whole thing is it, it's it's actually mind blowing to me. And I guess uh, and to everyone else, given what you've seen happen to Fox's market cap in the last few hours. Yep. So one you know, billion dollars. I, I hope down. whatever he does, yeah. he continues to be that voice for conservatism because, again, he's one of the few people pushing those boundaries. Well, why do you think uh, Tucker Carlson is no longer on Fox News? Why do you think? I mean, there's a few uh, thoughts that I that are running through my head, and one of those thoughts relates to his directness about talking pharmaceutical influence on uh newscasts on newscasts i mean this is uh it's got to be as big as anything that would have uh taken him out that say hey you know the pharmaceutical paymaster is like hey no 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 you you can't let a host a major host even your number one host bringing in such ratings speak badly of us because we are funding your very existence and that's just not fox of course that's pretty much every mainstream media outlet out there uh, the biggest money's coming from the biggest pharma, if you know what I mean. So that's big news. Also, uh, Don Lamont out at CNN. Uh, I don't think big pharma wanted Don Lamont to go. I don't know what happened with, with that. What did they finally just say enough is enough? I, I, I don't know. I can't even think cause I don't, I don't really watch CNN. As you know, the only time we do CNN here is when super Don finds an article that he forces me to cover. Just kidding. Just kidding. Super Don. We, we joke about this. Um, oh, boo-hoo. Yeah, right? But, I, I, don't, I almost don't want to talk about Don Lamont. It's just kind of interesting, coincidentally, you know, someone... An hour apart from each other. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, the, a big a big name, let's just call him a big name at CNN, whether he had big ratings or not. We well, and a controversial one as well. Yeah. You know, he got in trouble just recently over at CNN for talking about women in a yeah, he doesn't disparaging like way. He doesn't uh, like you. Have you seen... Uh, 
what's the comedian had Lord. Now you and me both were having, uh, even before this show, trying to come up with names that we know regularly. Uh, but, uh, <sighs> God, forget it. I, I Today is not a good day for names after coming off of the Be Healthy Utah event. Gotcha. So many awesome people. I had to take a down day yesterday a little bit, <laughs> and I did stuff anyway. Uh, it was just quite a whirlwind off the weekend. But again, God bless you all for coming out. It was rock solid as far as the uh, the attendance at Be Healthy Utah Friday and Saturday. Busy from the, day it o- the moment it opened on Friday to the moment it closed on Saturday just slamming people are ready to come back out that bodes well as well for this weekend coming up in nashville uh, for the warners event that i'll be speaking at and of course the nurse freedom network uh kimberly overton will be there on i think they're going to do something on friday uh, i'll be there getting it set up because uh, i want to meet with the av team in advance all of that to make sure everything goes as well as as well as it can uh so that's coming up this weekend but you, okay. your thoughts on tucker carlson see my thing is I couldn't believe, and you and I both talked about this many times over the last few years. How is Tucker Carlson covering what he's covering? I'm surprised he made it this long. I mean, yeah. when you consider the topics that he covered, mm-hmm. um, the the bashing he did of the news media, yeah, which includes Fox, mm-hmm. uh, talking about vaccines, talking about you know the election results. Talk, I mean, he he really he pushed the envelope in places where no other. Uh, newscaster or pundit was was going so we were amazed for over the last few years here at just what it was that he was able to say and mm-hmm. still have a job yeah uh so as far as today goes i mean i had the same reaction i think that most people did mm-hmm. you know as i was sitting here working doing show prep and stuff like that and I, I you know i get these regular alerts from the from the news agencies bing mm-hmm. tucker carlson out at fox like what what yeah. Think about this. If you have a, a network and your number one host on your number one show for ratings, you know, and who's, who's coming to you and saying, you got to get rid of this guy. Yeah. Your well, number one show. Interestingly enough, it wasn't that long ago. You had Ch- uh, Chuck Schumer called on Fox, called on uh, uh, Murdoch to get rid of, uh, to get rid of Carlson, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Yeah. Did Schumer do this. Is it Schumer's fault? I, you know, I'm going to say probably not. I mean, there's a lot of speculation out there. You know, I've heard some people say, you know what? It's, it's like a week after, uh, Tucker did the interview with RFK jr. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, uh, it's just after the, uh, the, the big lawsuit, the, the defamation lawsuit Dominion. from, uh, Dominion. But was it the Dominion lawsuit against Fox? You know, they were claiming you lied about Dominion, about the voting machines being responsible for the loss. Right? Yeah. Although if you think about it during the lawsuit, you had uh-huh. discovery and, and, uh, that was when the, the voicemails and the texts and stuff from Tucker Carlson, started Laura Ingram yeah. started coming out with them talking about Trump yeah. and all this stuff. And it was somewhat embarrassing for the network, I think. So some people are saying, well, maybe it has something to do that. There's another thing that happened. Apparently, I believe, I, I, I'm pretty sure that I read this correctly, but last week, I may even be his last show that he did on Friday. Mm-hmm. There was a clip that uh, was, was going around on Twitter of a statement that he made on the show. And some people were saying that, this right here might have something to do with it. Sometimes you wonder just how filthy and dishonest our news media are. You'll be in the shower and you'll think they're bad, but how bad are they? Well, here's one measure of their badness. You can try this at home. Ask yourself, is any news organization you know of so corrupt that it's willing to hurt you on behalf of its biggest advertisers? 
Anyone who do that is obviously Pablo Escobar level corrupt and should not be trusted. Hmm. That goes to the heart of not biting the hand that feeds you. Maybe so. It reminds me of Carol Alt, our friend uh, Carol Alt. She had a healthy you and uh, and Carol Alt on Fox on weekends, aired every Saturday morning, I believe. And I, I was on it a number of times, as was Ty Bollinger and Nick Gonzalez and, and a lot of amazing people she interviewed. And I remember uh, going to a Fox affiliate uh, in Orlando uh, for another interview because I, I, the one I did originally, I was in New York at the Fox studios with Ty when we were on and uh, they had arranged for me to be interviewed. So they actually sent a, a car, like a limo to my house in Mount Dora at the time <laughs> and drove me 45 minutes. Across. I remember you tell me about that. Yeah. And, and my daughter came with me. It was just so, so, so much fun. Drove to in the evening to a Fox news affiliate in Orlando and we filmed a segment or taped a segment and it was about, guess what? The V word vaccine. <gasps> yeah. And it never aired. Did it, it? never aired. And shortly yeah. thereafter, Carol Alt lost her show. Lost her show. Yeah. And you know, Dan Bongino just, uh, got, uh, uh, uh separated severed ties with Fox news, uh, just recently as well. Was he still on Fox? I didn't know he that. was, he was. And I don't know. It was like a month ago or something like that. Yeah. Do you have Bobby Kennedy's tweet, a tweet tweet? His tweet. Kennedy is tweet. I don't know. Here's his tweet right here. Twitter. He's not a quitter. Uh, yeah. Put that up on the screen. So, uh, Bobby Kennedy kind of agrees with me or I agree with him. I don't know who started this Fox fires Tucker Carlson five days after he crosses the red line by acknowledging that the TV networks pushed a deadly and ineffective vaccine to please their pharma advertisers. Carlson's breathtakingly courageous April 19th monologue broke TV's two biggest rules. Tucker told the truth about how greedy pharma advertisers controlled TV news content, and he lambasted obsequious newscasters for promoting jabs they knew to be lethal and worthless. For many years, Tucker has had the nation's biggest audience, averaging 3.5 million, 10 times the size of CNN. Fox just demonstrated the terrifying power of big pharma. How do you like obsequious as a word? You think I, I I'm word. Googling it as we speak right now because <laughs> yeah, uh, obsequious, which People means ob uh, obedient or attentive to an excessive or servile degree. Obsequious newscasters. That's obsequious. great. Word. Appropriate. Yes. Bobby Kennedy puts that out there. Uh, so here you have a, a, another suspicious firing based not on what you would say is good economics, because if, Fox News is into economics. They need good ratings to sell advertising. Was there a controversy among the listening audience? Were the, was the listening audience or the viewing audience running for the hills because of something Tucker said in the last few weeks? No, there's no evidence that the, the, the ratings had tanked by, based on you know some of these things, including big five. In fact, his ratings were going up based on this. No, so, no, no. so what do you say about firing or, or at least agreeing to part ways? Interesting no. the way they put this. Of the your number one, I mean, you would try to fight and, and and raise his pay to keep him. You would think so. You know, I I think it's obvious that at this point something's going on. We don't know what it is, but something yeah. is obviously going on, and I'm sure we'll know as as you know the day, days go by here. If it takes even that long, it's it's fresh, right? Just happened this morning, so everybody's speculating at this point. Here's what I I think. Okay. Uh, you know, a lot of people are going, oh, no, oh, no, oh, Tucker's gone. It's like, he's a free dude now. Think about it. You know, he's not constrained at all 
not that it seemed like he was really terribly constrained anyway, because he pretty much said what he wanted to say. You would think anyway. Yeah, pretty much. But you know, he's a free a free guy now, and so uh, I have a hunch that uh, Tucker may end up going independent, like some people have done. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, he's already doesn't he already have some independent uh, presence beyond Fox? I don't know if he does. I mean, I know he had his day show, but it was still a Fox show. I got well. I got I got a text. Let me see from our friend. You know, he says he he or she says he already has a uh, a show on the Daily or something on the Daily Caller. Oh, is it a Daily Caller show? I don't know if it's a show or I. I I know he had a daytime talk show that he would do interviews. Yeah, with people. I thought it was Fox, but it was a Fox app. The Fox app, but. In yeah. this case, something with Daily Caller. No, no, Tucker could set up shop anywhere. He'd go to Spotify. He could totally, dude. You know, if, he, if he created his own entity, um, yeah, people would flock to it. I would. I'd subscribe because it's great content. Um, yeah. So I, I'm not worried about Tucker. I mean, he's going to be just fine. Yeah. But it is kind of interesting how not only did he get let go this morning, but then an hour later, I get another alert. Bing. Don Lemon terminated from CNN. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on here? What kind of weird multiverse have we uh, descended into on a, on a Monday morning? And, and and apparently this became knowledge via the internet on Twitter. This is the tweet that he put out. I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN. I am stunned. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. Drama. Can you say drama? Yeah. At no time was I ever given any indication I would not be able to continue to do the work that I have loved at the network. It is clear that there are some larger issues at play. With that said, I want to thank my colleagues, yada, yada, whatever. Yeah. Uh, now, here's the funny, funny part. Mm-hmm. Not too terribly long after that, another tweet gets put out, but this time by CNN. Don Lemon's statement about this morning's events is inaccurate. Yeah, duh. <laughs> he was offered an opportunity to meet with management, but instead released a statement on Twitter. Yeah. Oh boy, here we go. What, what you know? What kind of like crazy uh, reality show thing are we going to see now as a result of this? So. Yeah. Well, I was now, Don thinking, Lemon though. Listen, Don yeah. Lemon, he was already in some trouble. Yeah, the, I was going to bring that up. That he seems to hate women. And, and I, that's what it brought me up to a comedy routine that was done by Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever seen this. It was, you know, cause Dave Chappelle gotten a lot of uh, hot water just because he commented on transgender issues. Mm. And, uh, he, he was talking about, you know, the LGBTQ, they're all in a car together and then they come along and there's the T. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I saw it. that one. Oh my gosh. It, it, like, I so, got to look that one up. But basically, <laughs> it, <laughs> It's, it was just funny. You got to understand that the uh, uh, um, uh, sometimes uh, the G's don't like the L's. No, is that right? I don't know. It's so confusing. No, the B's. The B's. They don't like the B's. Well, you have the L, G, B, and then T. Right. Right. Yeah. And then Q. But it's like nobody and the, knows. Well, it's, and it's more than that, too. There's like five or six other letters and some yeah. symbols and a ham anyway, sandwich but yeah lamon was getting in trouble because he was kind of treating women not so nicely talking bad about him and stuff like that so yeah you're right but it wasn't like there was a, a a clamoring for don lemon to be you know who do we know that was going oh man he's such a great reporter well, look what he's covering it was all liberal tripe if they at best even if it was that and there's evidence that he covered other, other stuff years ago that had no basis on a principled stance on anything well what I and, like about- and i can't wait 
mm-hmm. to hear what Joe Rogan has to say about this. Oh yeah. If you remember, Don Lemon was one of the guys that was uh, criticizing Joe Rogan sure. over the whole ivermectin thing, right? right. The horse would exactly. dewormer, horse paste, or whatever. Yeah. So there was a thing going on between Joe Rogan and and Don Lemon as well. That was amazing. Yeah. Well, this weekend again, it was a great weekend, and those of you who showed up at the Be Healthy Utah event, you were richly rewarded with a, a lot of great lectures, a lot of great information, a lot of great samples. You met a lot of great people uh, doing great work. I know the G word is happening there, but it doesn't mean what it means in that LGBTQ thing, whatever that means. Yes, there were probably G people there, of all, but be, it, everybody was welcome. There were no controversies. And we had a great weekend. And shout out to Shane and Liz. G people? Yes, right. Because now the, the right. G people. G people, are you still there? Uh, man, oh man. So Tucker's out. Are there any other tweets we should know about uh, regarding Tucker speculation out there that you saw? No, know. I mean, there's a lot going on out there. At this point, you know, everybody has their, their idea. Tucker's going to come out and say something. I mean, you know, it's, it's not going to take long. He'll have something to say if it's could even be by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So we'll just let the dust settle a little bit and we'll we'll talk about it more when we actually know what's going on. Okay. Well, apparently you can already watch us on t- on your TV set. Super Don found this out. Yeah, I had no idea that there was on Roku cuz I I go, I buy Roku TVs. I like mm-hmm. smart TVs so I can okay. you know, have everything at my fingertips. Mm-hmm. And uh over the weekend I was watching the grandkids and I wanted to monitor what was going on with the show. And so I was on the computer in the front room, and I was like, you know, I wonder. So I went over to the Roku TV and went to the streaming channel thing where you can add channels, and lo and behold, there's a Rumble app Okay. on Roku. And so I installed it, and there we were. How did you figure out how to find us once we were on a Rumble app? Like, you, you download the Rumble app in Roku. I logged in Okay. to, to our Rumble account. Okay. And... There so we people were. can then find us on on Rumble through yeah, the work. If you, well, yeah, what I would suggest, if you want to watch it on your TV, then what you do, here's what you do. You go to Rumble on your computer or your phone. If you haven't created an account, create an account, just like just like you would on a YouTube channel. Okay. And then you subscribe to the RS Bill Media channel. Then you can go to your, if you have a smart TV, if a Roku TV, just install the Rumble app, log into your uh, account, go to your subscriptions, and you'll find us. It's just right there. And it was really cool to be able to just watch yep. it on the TV. Yep. Uh, Margaret saying, no reason to watch any cable TV, anything now, unplugged. Well, then, yeah, just go online through the <laughs> was Tucker. A lot of people are saying that. A yeah. lot of people are saying, listen, I mean, that was the only reason why I watched Fox News. Yeah, we that was it. Uh, we would occasionally catch Tucker, especially if he, he covered a topic of interest. But I, I, the other thing that we catch, my wife and I watch when it's just silly time, is uh, the what's the, the late night? He's, he's beaten all Gut the late Gutfeld, yeah, where yeah. he has various guests, and it's just irreverent, silly, funny takes on the news mm-hmm. or whatever, and it's just like it's blowing up the traditional talk show host, liberal everything, do whatever the government and media tell. You know, it's like wow, who can stomach watching those shows anymore? So it's fun when you're poking fun at it. So that's the last thing. And will they will they try to get rid of Gutfeld next? You think all the good shows? Probably not. Oh, I don't. I don't think he's in any trouble, but. Who knows? You know, stranger things have happened. And, um, you know, over at CNN, you've got the uh, the CEO of CNN. I can't remember his name. But, you know, one of the things he said is that, that he wants to try and take CNN in a different direction mm-hmm. where it's less biased, more 
moderate uh, just reporting of news type thing. So getting rid of of uh, Don Lemon would you know go along with what it was that he said he wanted to do, but there's yeah. a whole lot more needs to go if that's what he's going to do. Because listen, Brian Stelter was another one. Yeah. You know, gone. he's they, gone. Lemon's gone it. now. So the Lemon Stelter show. How about that? Maybe Don Lemon should uh, see if maybe Chris Cuomo can get him a job. <laughs> oh right. my Isn't gosh. he like over at MSNBC or something like that? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be wow. a good place for him. All right. Well, if y'all have any thoughts on uh, that, let us know. RobertScottBell.com. There's a, a place to submit questions and comments. Super Don's got the chat monitored. I can't rumble monitor the rumble chat, but you occasionally can, right? I can. Yep. And uh, hello, rumble. Hey, rumble, I'm, everybody. I'm checking you guys out right now. And we have our homepage at robertscottbell.com slash listen. There's a chat room built in there. We also have some people on uh, Facebook that are chatting with us. And I don't know that it's, it does air on Twitter uh, as well. It right does. Now, I think it's a little harder. I mean, I don't know. I, I actually, I never get any notification because, you know, I, I, uh, I follow you on Twitter. Huh? I don't ever get any notifications saying that we're live on Twitter. Yeah, it's because we're probably suppressed a bit still. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Elon Musk and his blowed up rockets. So, um, whatever. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing the show because without you, we don't, we, without you sharing the show, nobody would know about us. We'd still be the best kept secret in health talk media. Uh, one of the things I did this weekend at the Be Healthy Utah uh, during my talk, uh, also, um, we had uh, Cardio Miracle, John Hewlett spoke at the event, and Stan Graham was supposed to speak at the event, but he eventually, evidently, I haven't talked to him yet, got injured. Some kind of, I don't know if he was running. Stan got did? Stan got an injury, like a nerve injury. Wow. So he couldn't make it, and so uh, John and I covered a little bit in his his talk slot, and I, okay. we were talking health freedom and such, and you know how I love to uh, bring the, the health freedom back to spiritual freedom always. And by the way, how many of you listened or watched my interview with Kevin Tuttle? That was a, you know, from the heart interview, if there ever was one. And and shout out to Kevin for uh, bearing his quite soul. A, you know. Quite a few comments I noticed on, on Rumble, by the way, yeah. from people that really enjoyed watching that interview. So, yeah, the, we do a show, at, at, you know, the Sunday's show on GCN um, you know, wasn't drawing a lot of, uh, viewers slash listeners that we were submitting. So super Don had the idea of let's do a, a live new interview or say, you know, record a live course, but a new interview on more spiritual, dare I say, slash religious topics. And I think people are digging it and it's fun for me because I love going there with folks. And so every Sunday there is new, new material, so to speak, new interviews and things that are, that are airing. And so don't give up on us on Sundays, six days a week. It's not. Yeah, it's new stuff. Yeah. So y'all check that out. Uh, And that also goes up on Rumble too. Goes out on Mm -hmm. Rumble as well. Uh, I also, you know, I talk about, you know, one of the things I've, let's say, been revealed to me. Let's just say this. And maybe some of you agree. As a homeopath, you'd think if you come to me for help, my, my job is to find you the right remedy and it's not it, it is not what it, i could find the right remedy that's not the point i'm not it's, let me just say it this way i believe my job is a healer and anybody who puts themselves out as a healer whether they be medical doctors or at holistic of any kind official or unofficial i'm encouraging you to consider this that your job is to connect people to the source of all healing 
and that is their divinity. So if you come to me, I'm going to remind you of where healing truly arises. Where does it originate? And that is that which created us, that which gave us life is also the same energy that brings healing. And if it's not directly in, in, in terms of a magical lightning bolt healing, because I've you know joked about how I prayed to God for healing and I didn't get a lightning bolt of instant healing, what happened was I became acutely aware of the need to listen to the messages that I wasn't hearing before through practicing the presence of the Spirit. And by doing that, I was directed to the right place at the right time for the right. And as the student is ready or the acolyte or the seeker is ready, the master or the teacher will appear. And, and so if you come to me for a remedy, I may indeed be able to find a remedy for you, but you know, what was it that guided you to come to see me or anyone that, you know, you feel is right for you on your next step toward healing. And so my reminder to you is that the key to your healing is not me or anyone else it's you connecting with your divinity the source of all healing and how you perceive that may be different from the next person the next person the next person. that's fine that's how we we go about here we have a diversity of viewpoints because we see life through our own eyes and our own experience and yes we can learn from others but ultimately what we learn might be subtly different than someone else because of what we need to learn versus what they may have already learned or are not ready to learn yet and this is why there are varying stages of consciousness or degrees of consciousness among the people of planet Earth. For those of you who think that we can create some kind of heaven on Earth utopia, that everybody believes the same thing, everybody is in the same religion, I, I don't believe that this is what this place was set up to do. Some of you may disagree with me on that. I think it's a testing ground and a training ground, and it's a place where we can really make horrible choices, suffer immensely, and with the prayerful hope that we will make better choices and decisions and live differently and choose the divine, choose the source of all healing. Some of you believe that you only have one lifetime to get that right. Uh, I, I think that's a, a, a very tall task to ask to do it in one lifetime, but I'm not here to convince you otherwise. I'm just here to you know share with you my insights, my experiences, my beliefs, not to convince you of my beliefs are right or wrong or yours are right or wrong, just to share. Because I think in sharing with each other what our truth is, and, and it's kind of interesting when we talk about our truth, speak your truth. Some people get offended by that. Well, what if your truth is different than my truth? And isn't there an objective truth beyond, you know, opinions about what's true or not? Yeah, I think all of that is true, <laughs> interestingly enough. But I'm speaking about sharing our experiences. Why do I believe what I believe? Why do you believe what you believe? And I love talking to people about that. Why have you um, come to the conclusions you have? And even though I'll do that during the week, I think that the Sunday broadcasts have been uh, leaning a little bit more overtly to discussions like that. Again, not with the intent of convincing anybody, but just to show how it's okay to share and learn and teach and love and preach and, and live and listen. Listen, that's the, the key. And maybe you'll be impacted positively by listening. I think even if you're not, the people that you are listening to, it's a great gift that you're giving to them. You ever, you ever feel good when somebody actually listens? I mean, really listens to you with not one ear, but both and a heart too? What a gift you can give to somebody. And that is also a healing, if, if you will, a healing relationship, healing experience. The gift of listening. 
But Facebook doesn't want you to listen to anything but what they want you to hear, see, feel, and believe. Facebook has been told by their board of oversight to keep removing COVID misinformation, despite the fact that most misinformation has been proven to be information, accurate and correct, and not misinformation, disinformation, or malinformation. The oversight board of Facebook's parent company, Meta, on Thursday recommended the social giant, media giant, maintain its current policy of removing COVID-19 misinformation from its platform until the World Health Organization declares an end to the global pandemic. Well, if you're going to wait for them to declare it, good luck. And what happens when they declare another scamdemic, plandemic? Do you then go back into censorship mode? Is that the way you believe that if a an organization, a non-governmental organization that has no allegiance to any nation or state except for a communistic ideal of one world order, global rulership by unelected bureaucrats, why should you ever, ever give credence other than to laugh at the absurdity of applying anything that the World Health Organization tells you you must do? based on the information that they have. And if anybody disagrees with with it, they should be censored. Facebook slash meta. I don't know if they're going to follow the oversight board, but hasn't it become clear to all of you? Maybe some of you were on the fence during this time and joined the Robert Chiat Bell show in process, in progress, whatever. And now are like, oh yeah, I didn't know that it was so bad, but I, I, I see it now. I see it now. How bad can it get? Well, if they institute or still maintain this policy of censorship regarding anybody who disagrees with anything the WHO says, despite the fact that they're wrong about almost everything. I mean, we're, we're still banned on YouTube. We are still banned on Spotify. Haven't been able to reinitiate uh, the LinkedIn for whatever reason, not sure. It's just amazing. Do you remember when in 2021, President Biden directly criticized Facebook and other platforms saying they allowed vaccine information to spread, misinformation to spread, and they contributed to deaths from COVID-19? He said they were killing people and that the pandemic was only among the unvaccinated. Here's a question for you. Has anybody heard utterance of an apology from President Biden on that statement that was factually inaccurate, that was a bald-faced lie? And even if he believed it at the time, Is it now obvious that it was never a pandemic of the unvaccinated? That anybody sharing information that disagreed with the WHO, CDC, and Fauci, they were not responsible for killing anyone? Biden said you're killing people. And the the pandemic was only among the unvaccinated. Not true. Absolute abject falsehood. Has Biden never once corrected himself? Has, Has Facebook... Miss, uh, basically labeled Biden a uh, purveyor of disinformation, misinformation, and malinformation. It's a, it's a valid question, I think. Super Don, has he apologized? Did I miss it? Did I miss the Biden apology about telling us that we were killers? I have seen no apology, no. Spreaders of anything? We're spreaders of real information. <laughs> Empowerment. No, no retractions, no apologies. Yeah. Well, what does that say about centralized bureaucracy censoring speech? Why did Tucker Carlson get canned? I suspect Big Pharma had a role to play there because he asked questions and pointed out um, inconsistencies that were very inconvenient to those that fund Fox News, 
CNN, MSNBC, all of the mainstream media is uh, primarily a pharmaceutical uh, love fest, if you will. And, you know, uh, something else that crossed my mind when I was reading this article is, you know, oh, well, we're going to continue to, you know, we're going to ding people for misinformation yeah. until the World Health Organization uh, drops the... And I was thinking, wait a minute, didn't we just cover something, was it last week or the week before, where the CDC and the FDA now disagree with the World Health Organization on yeah. on vaccinating babies? Yeah, correct. Uh, and also, the, the United States of America, even with Biden, signed it in. Couldn't not, but... What's with Facebook, pay, pay, uh, you know, pledging allegiance to the World Health Organization? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it makes me wonder if we went on Facebook right now and and said that uh, uh, babies don't need to be vaccinated, would we get tagged uh, on disinformation? Because we would be agreeing with the CDC, mm-hmm. but disagreeing with the World Health Organization. Yeah, I wonder. And do you remember all those times that we ended up getting in trouble? In fact, it just happened yeah. to me again recently mm-hmm. for posting something on you know on our on our fan page. My account is restricted for the next. I don't know how many hours are left on it, but uh, that they always said, "Well, the reason why we've done this is because you are are uh, disagreeing with you're saying things that are against what the recommendations are by the World Health Organization." Yeah. What is it about uh, Meta and WHO yeah. connected at the hip somehow? Interesting, huh? All right. Hey, uh, just uh, want to give you a heads up. Our friends at Trinity School of Natural Health, uh, one week from now, they'll be starting up new classes coming up for the, you know, every every start of new month. So if you haven't checked out trinityschool.org and you can take place, uh, take part in any number of their coursework uh, that's available, including health coaching. And uh, that that's just the beginning, but there's so much more you can do. And I would encourage you to check out trinityschool.org, especially in the they new. They have a very wide app. website. It's very it hard wide. to try and get the whole thing in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a wide, diverse education opportunity. Oh, good one. Yeah. Good one. Well, they got to cover it all. So <laughs> trinityschool.org. Also, Nutritional Frontiers, uh, their monthly specials they have, 15% off often. We get an additional 15% off with the code RSB15. And a lot of allergies and things happening in April for a lot of people and Love for you to consider the gut and health solutions that Trinity has, as you see up on the screen. Nutritional right Frontiers, not Trinity. I'm sorry, Trinity. Yeah, I'm talking about two things at once. Nutritional Frontiers. Although Trinity probably does have solutions for allergy and gut problems. Well, yeah, they'll educate you to get out of that pattern of, uh, of, right. of allergy manifestation. And, of course, Nutritional Frontiers is always there supporting uh, the Health Freedom Expo every year. And you guys can sign up, be part of that as well right away. So uh, don't don't wait around. Also, I think maybe I'll see Bobri, Bobri in uh, um, Nashville this weekend, the Folium PX. So you guys can try it, get it. Uh, the RSB10 code still works, Folium products. Uh, and this relates to this next story particularly. If you check out this news-medical.net story, it says exposure to four or more CT scans. They call them CAT scans, right? You've heard of them. Before adulthood doubles the risk for cancers. This is not mild uh oh it ups it by a percent doubling the risk for children under 18 a single computed tomography ct scan is not associated with an increased risk of brain tumors leukemia lymphoma but exposure to four or more scans before adulthood more than doubles the risk Mm. according to new research that's uh, significant yeah Uh, come on doubling the risk 
CT, I mean, look, CTs are not like a single x-ray, a digital x-ray, which is reduced in, in, in uh, let's say, quantity, the radiation, ionizing radiation exposure over time. The technology has improved to allow for a reduction of what it used to be. However, the CT scans are still pretty significant. As, as we've heard over the years, 100, it's like 100 x-rays. I don't know how much that's changed either, but seriously, four scans or more under 18, and they throw these out like they're, I know they're not drugs per se, but like candy, right? You, you, here, get a CT scan, get a CT scan, get a CT scan. Now, there may be- I bet you it's great on insurance, right? Oh, yeah. Those hospitals yeah. probably make, I, it'd be interesting to see how much money they make yeah. for every CT scan they do. Yeah. So in this article, they found that for one CT scan, there was no increased ri uh, risk of any of the cancers compared with no exposure. Children received two to three had an increased risk of intracranial tumors. Those who received four or more CT scans had more than a twofold risk of intracranial uh, tumors, leukemia, and non-Hodgkin lymphoma. And folks, they do these things and people don't think anything of it. And you think about those that have also come through cancer, they'll often be given scans to keep detecting, hey, as the cancer come back, and they're inducing these cancers because very few of these doctors where they do these scans are promoting the use of antioxidants like selenium or, in this case, the super antioxidant, the Chernobyl-level antioxidant, folium, the folium PX. So if, and I'm, I'm saying this for adults too, don't think it's just a problem for kids because if it doubles the risk of kids under 18, you might fractionate the doubling to something that's still significant increasing your risk of cancer because of chromosomal damage abnormalities. What are you looking up there, Super D? I was oh, just curious here. Um, What's the charging for it? Seven, yeah. 1500 Yeah, 1500 bucks for a, for a CT scan. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I'm thinking that perhaps that is, is that a cash price? Is that how much they charge the insurance? Because you know how these, these oh, scams yeah. work, right? Insurance companies usually jack it up a lot higher than that. The, the hospitals will charge, you know, like two, three times what it is that it would cost to pay cash to do. Yeah. yeah. There's always a, a financial incentive there of some sort. Not to say that there isn't a legitimate situation in a trauma or crisis situation yeah, where a CT scan is beneficial. My uncle was a nuclear medicine specialist. That's what he was called, nuclear medicine, which is basically various forms of scanning technology. And he eventually died of cancer or the treatment of it, right? I've told my Uncle Bob's story many times over the years. When he finally decided to stop taking the chemo and all of that, he felt better a little bit on the last months of his life. He was painting and did wonderful things. But again, ionizing radiation is problematic for, especially for those who don't have the antioxidant capacity because they're eating crap. They're eating food that is devoid of vitamins, minerals, and trace minerals and fats and all the things that protect us from chromosomal damage. Uh, due to ionizing radiation exposure. Now, another mineral besides selenium is copper. Copper facilitates a prolonged exposure to the sun, the UV radiation from the sun, which is not designed to kill you. God didn't create the sun to kill you. But in the absence of minerals, it, you become vulnerable for chromosomal damage. And so if you have more copper, you have more protection against that. And then you're in the sun longer and you can promote the production of vitamin D from that exposure. And that is also cancer protective. But if you're taking a lot of D and you're not getting full benefit from it, it's because you have other metabolic pathway corruption uh, as evidenced by other deficiencies. So the, the cardio miracle becomes a miraculous intervention because now we know it can also take the stored form of D and turn it in the active form of D so that you get full utilization. By the way, we are going to do 
another uh, webinar, Cardio Miracle webinar tomorrow with Dr. Witcher, who we had on. He's running for governor of Mississippi. He's also a big supporter of Cardio Miracle. He's a physician, integrative physician. And we're going to be talking about the risks, uh, cardiovascular risks, particularly to, to black folks. And minorities, yeah. minorities that have a higher risk of cardiovascular disease. What is the role of nitric oxide, vitamin D, et cetera? So if you have any friends that may be at risk, let them know about our, our Cardio Miracle webinar tomorrow, which will be the 25th of April, uh, Tuesday. Do you know what time that, that Cardio Miracle webinar will be? Four o'clock Pacific time, seven or no, excuse me, four, five. Yes. I, no, no. I'm getting that mixed up with the AMA. Right. I think it's six o'clock mountain time. So it'll be five o'clock Pacific time. Okay, so 8 o'clock yeah. Eastern time. Yeah. All right, that's tomorrow, and Superdon will send out, if you haven't already, an email blast on it. Went out this so, morning. Yeah, yeah. There'll, be, uh, there'll be another one going out tomorrow morning. So please sign up for that, because you can't watch it if you don't. You can watch it live or watch it later, but please sign up for that. And also, uh, speaking of the AMA, our Zoom AMA, monthly we do, and I was a slacker because I was so distracted by the Be Healthy Utah event. I meant to send it out Friday, but I just did this morning. So if you're a patron supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show, Seven o'clock Eastern, four o'clock Pacific. Today, we are going to meet after the show on Zoom, and uh, it's going to be a great, great event. I've got lots of uh, silver and copper to give away. That's usually what I love to give away: sovereign silver and, um, and sovereign copper, natural immunogenics, and the gel too. Natural immunogenics has been very generous in support of our efforts to bring the power to heal back to you. And and there might be some other giveaways. And sometimes you guys like to give things away to other patron supporters, which uh, I love that. What a great community helping each other. And so that's coming up today after the show as well. And you can still sign up at, uh, our, for, to become a patron of the Robert Scott Bell Show, which helps us a lot. As little as five bucks a month. And why would you want to do that? Super Don knows. <laughs> well, not only do you get to be part of the uh, Ask Me Anythings that we do once a month and we do the great giveaways uh, uh, during that, but you've got access to... Most people that are part of it, and I say most, I think, I feel it, have gotten more than they paid in. Every time. Well, yeah, every time. Definitely. Hundreds of dollars worth of product that, that uh, ends up give, being given away. Yeah. And uh, you can you can support the show through Patreon as for as little as, as five bucks a month. And it gives you access to all of the previous AMAs that we've done and special videos uh, that we've recorded and webinars and and stuff and and also whenever we do pre-records, most of the time mm -hmm. we get them up on Patreon before that we air them. So yeah. it gives you extra access to that. And uh, every third Thursday, you can go to Robert Scott Bell's house and have a free dinner. <laughs> My wife's going to be calling me in a moment. What did Super Don say? <laughs> no, never mind. He's not anyway. Super Don anymore. Uh, man. Uh, so, yes, we have a lot of fun. And by the way, uh, I did have some uh, recording sessions that I did over the weekend that we're going to air a week from today on a travel day coming back from Nashville. So we'll have some new uh, material, great interviews, including uh, we found a replacement for glyphosate. I'm, I'm not kidding you. I would have never suspected that. You know how we have uh, options for pesticides like, you know, we talked about Orange Guard, that safe, non-toxic beneficial for the environment stuff. There is now officially something that you can use in place of glyphosate to do what glyphosate does without poisoning the water hole, the environment. Really? Yeah, no, really. It, I was so impressed. And that's going to air on a week from today. Uh, so be ready for that. I've, I've just, I've got too much to do between now and then. I, mean, I don't have a place to stop. I don't want to stop these live daily broadcasts. So that'll be a uh, Monday. 
And uh, yeah. What did you say? Oh, my wife, Jerry. Oh, busted. Super Don is volunteering. No, I'm sorry. There's no free dinner for be, for joining Patreon, but Super lots Don of other cool excited. stuff. Yeah. Well, I, if you're in the neighborhood, okay, or if you're at one of these events, we can sometimes do things like that. Uh, I can give you one of my organic food bars or something. So uh, that's coming up in Nashville if you're hungry. I'll bring it. That's worth at least five bucks a month. Something, right? Yeah. So uh, the... Well, the glyphosate replacement, this is the one thing when you think about telling like school systems or, you know, golf courses, we want you to stop using this, this thing. Cause it's poison that they'd say, well, okay, we're open to it, but what do you got to replace it? And you go, uh, nothing. And they're like, well, that doesn't work. Cause we have to, you know, keep the grounds this way. Well, now there is something and it's apparently cost, uh, uh neutral in a sense. So get ready. Monday. So it's a glyphosate replacement. Yes, non-toxic. And I think so even it kills it kills the weeds. weeds. Yeah. And doesn't kill the plant. Yeah. But it does does it without involving genetic modification. Yep. No poisoning, no intoxicating. Wow. Pretty profound. Pretty amazing. And I, and I So what how do we find out about this? When do we find out about this? On a week from today. A week from today. Yeah, and that's we'll get big, you, that's big news. Yeah, and we'll get you a, a special deal where you can get. I, I think she told me that she's going to throw in this really nice brass nozzle that makes it all work because she talked about the combination and how regular stuff does. You can try spraying; it doesn't work. This one nozzle does. So anyway, we'll get to that next week. Be ready. Be at the ready because it's. I know it's Earth Day. We passed Earth Day, but we want to really bring this out to everybody as soon as she's ready, and that'll likely be a one week time from now. What did you do on Earth Day? Did you celebrate Earth Day? Uh, yesterday. Was, was it, it yesterday? Yeah. Or was it, I, no, know, I, it was day before yesterday. Well, whatever, dude. I, I just think Earth Day is every day, and I just think it's another silly greeting card holiday. It's Hallmark, isn't it? Do they have greeting cards for Earth Day? I, I didn't know that. <laughs> That'd be exciting. Oh, my God. Hi, honey. I got you something. Here's a card. Happy oh, Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. I just got a uh, a meme from uh, from Kevin. Oh, yeah? Can you show it, or is it one of those you can't? Oh, look at this. Bud Light, we made a dumb move and lost millions of customers and billions in revenue. Fox News Channel, hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> Get rid of Tucker Carlson. Not a Bud Light, but hold my beer. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, if you're going for CT scans, please take enough selenium and that you get from uh, choosetobehealthy.com, 100% whole food, and get the Folium products, Folium PX, the super Chernobyl-level antioxidant. If you're having to be exposed to ionizing radiation or any toxic poison, glyphosate included, uh, look for the foliumpx.com and RSB10 as a discount code. All right, getting well, more. We got rumble. some numbers on Rumble today, man. We got some rumblers? We got some rumblers over on Rumble. I think we I made mean, it on the news page again. Oh, that must have done it. How's how's it going, rumblers? Hey, Super D, uh, did mm. we get a bump in our newsletter subscribers over the weekend? I asked. We got you a few. Yeah, yeah, we got a few. Uh, for those of you who aren't subscribing our newsletter, it's free. We don't and it's and it. it's coming up. I have I'm I'm in in progress here, uh, working out the details. My son's going to be helping me out with a bunch of this stuff, and that's one of the things he's going to be helping me with. Very cool. So daily newsletter going out. News of the day, hand curated by Super Me. Yes, and and little Super. Well, he's actually not so little. I look up at him now. Right. Yes. But, uh, little Me. Super mini-me. Super D. Number two. Have we get side by side pictures because my son looks like me. He looks like a mini me, even though he's my. It's son. been a while since we've done a side by side picture. I'll have to get one. Well, yeah. yeah listen, he, if he's technically going to be working for the show here, We're I'll get him. I'll get him on the air. It'll be a featured. Uh, yeah, I'll get him on the air. So. 
Cool. Now, those of you who aren't getting the newsletter, it's as easy as taking your phone out now as long as you're not driving and texting to the number 22828. So this is it. Enter your phone, 22828. That's what you're, the number you're going to text. And what are you going to text that number? R-S-B. You make it so confusing. I, I try to make it easy. I just don't do it very well. Text RSB to 22828. That's all you guys do. Dude, how did you do that? That was way better. Same. Why are you hosting this show? <laughs> I should be the producer. No, this uh, show would suck. Man. Not because you're hosting it, just because I'm producing it. That would be horrible. It would suck if I hosted it. Just, <laughs> let's just be let's just be honest here, okay? I have oh. no problem with that. No, but but uh, what was that song that was written by one of the uh, alumni of American Idol? My show would suck without you. Who is that? Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. My show would suck without That's right. you. So just yeah. so you know, yeah. She has her own talk show. I'm sure it's daytime talk show. Big Pharma too. And so it involves you, singing, of course. Anything but. bad about Big Pharma, Kelly, or you'll lose your show. Yeah. All right. Getting more of this mineral could stave off dementia. This is the article on Yahoo Life out of women's health. Uh, it says new research shows that a higher daily intake of magnesium-rich foods can reduce the risk of developing dementia. Researchers also found that positive effects of more dietary magnesium appeared to benefit women more than men. Nutrition and brain health experts say if you need to add more, uh, that you need to uh, explain if you need to uh, add more. Uh, I, I'm a food guy, you know that. We utilize here the Mega Food Magnesium brand, not because I'm loyal to the Mega Food company, because they don't do everything great. Some of their products are awesome, some are not. It's And I say this about anything. It's not about... Uh, uh, Brand loyalty, but product-specific loyalty. And their, their magnesium is a true whole food magnesium. Their professional side has an innate response. They add synthetic magnesium. Now, I'm not saying that other forms of magnesium don't have specific benefit in the body. I'm not saying that. because you can And you can use transdermal or, or to, topical magnesium to help as well. But to use the whole food form makes a big difference, and it won't irritate the gut to cause you to have a loose stool, unless that's what you want. You know, if, I mean, they're... There are worse ways to stop, uh, you know, constipation, but magnesium is important there. So I do an innate response. Uh, I'm sorry. I used to be innate, but now it's mega food. I get from Jonathan at choose to be healthy.com. You can use the code RSB five when you go there to get a discount. And I take one to two tablets of the hundred percent whole food magnesium morning and night. First thing in the morning, last thing before bed. And it helps with sleep. It helps with, uh, so many things. And in this case, uh, you're talking about helping to ward off dementia. There are other things that are critical for uh, brain health, and that includes copper. Uh, that also includes essential fats, omega-3 essential fats, CBD. There's a tremendous amount of minerals that are impactful on the brain and nervous system that we can't be without. Selenium becomes, again, a number one mineral, 100% whole food selenium we utilize, and chromium and silica, silica brain and nervous system. So it's not about only magnesium, but it's nice to see occasionally that some mainstream scientists are reporting that a mineral can actually help ward off a disease, much less keep you alive and hopefully thriving. So that's kind of cool. All right, let's see what else we got. Uh, exposure, getting more of that mineral, new lab grown. Oh gosh, really? We're going there? Do you remember Olestra, the fake fat? You want to talk about a leaky anus? I'm, I'm sorry, I had to say it because that's what it, that was <laughs> anal leakage, if you remember. Anal leakage, yeah, yeah. That's actually one of the things they listed on Olestra. Mm -hmm. uh they suggested that you wear yeah diapers adult diapers or, or at least wear brown pants yeah it was not good not good but now they're trying to new and improved fake fat 
New lab-grown fat could give cultured meat real flavor and texture. Now, what is cultured meat? That's a fancy way of saying they're growing labs. It's it's uh, meat that has been taught to play classical piano and uh, cultured meat, man. Come on. Sheets of meat. Remember that? We call it shmeat. Really, why not just, if you're you're not a vegan vegetarian, why not just eat meat from grass-fed animals? This is one of the things. We covered a story, I think it was last week, about Mm -hmm. them uh, trying to convince people that they need to eat meat that's been grown in a Petri dish, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... No, and I, one of the things that was, that's always been a problem is that <laughs> I'm sorry, Ula is going ew, yeah, sure, leaky yeah, anus. I, but that's um, that. That's not me. That's Alestra. Now yeah, it was Alestra. But the the petri dish meat. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons why it wasn't working yeah. for people and they didn't like it is because it tastes like didn't taste good, and it was because yeah. it was missing fat. Right. So instead of going, you know what? It's stupid us for us to try and and invent meat. Mm. Meat already exists. Yeah. If, if people like the meat with, you know, let them eat meat, right? Mm-hmm. Let them yeah. eat cake. Uh, now they're like, well, okay, so let's do lab grown fat. And then we can put the lab grown fat in the lab grown meat. And mm-hmm. then people will like it. I like to ask the question, what is cultured meat? Ula has a great response. Fluent in five languages. Five languages and knows classic piano. Yeah, yes. that's great, Ula. Thank you for that. Yes. But no, I, I think cultured meat. When you think about culturing uh, vegetables, you think about fermenting them. That's not at all what they're talking about. They're talking about manufacturing this in a, in a you know petri dish and then telling you it's meat. But save the planet. Added. Let's eat lab grown meat. No, I'm sorry, not happening, folks. Yeah. Not here, not now, not ever. Yeah, I'll say that. Not ever on this show. Uh, uh, specifically to that. I mean, I'm flexible about learning about new things and trying new things, but I'm just not going to man made lab grown meat. That's not where I'm going. Sorry, and if that offends you, you can have mine. You can have my slice <laughs> of lab-grown meat. I'm not having it. Uh, would vegans eat lab-grown meat? They probably would, wouldn't they? I, I wonder what the vegans are saying about this. No harm would come right? to How are they going to, if, if we all went to lab-grown meat, what would the vegans protest about? Well, here's the question. Is it started from like uh, uh, aborted fetal cells from cows, for instance, to make that? No, then, it's know, usually I, done like through muscle. They they take like the, you know, the cells of the muscle uh, of the of the, well, the animal and then, okay, so muscle cells. So in that context, the vegan would not probably want to eat it. It's true, but I can't speak Maybe. for vegans. I am not one. Somebody would, came up to me at this weekend at the event. I know we got less than a minute, and we're going to be uh, joined on Brideon.tv. But she comes up to me, or and it right gets right in my face. She says, "Are you plant based? <laughs> I, I, Are I'm, you plant based here? Yeah." And I'm like, yeah, well, no, I don't think so. I uh, I said, excuse me, what do you mean by that? Are you plant-based? And I'm like, I didn't answer her. And she came back a while later and said, why were you, look, dude, walk up to somebody and get in their face and ask them a question and tell me you're not going to be a little weirded out by that, whatever the question is. Are you plant-based? I mean, is it a trick question? If I say the wrong thing, are you going to hurt me? What are you going to do? Mm. Not today, but uh, anyway. I was, it was, it was funny. Thankfully we can laugh about it, but hey, fact based, but not plant based. based. I like that fact based and fat based. I do a lot of fat. All right. Stand by. We're going to uh, be joined by uh, Ken Rutgers at an hour two. Stand by. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Hey, welcome everybody. Robert Scott Bell show is on hour two commences. Now uh, there's super Don working the behind the scenes. See if we can get our guest on this hour. Ken, Ken Rutgers, that's what we'd like to interview uh, NFL player, uh, retired, health freedom guy standing up for what's right. We appreciate that very much. 
Uh, we got a lot to do on the Robert Scott Bell Show this hour. Uh, the labels on your food are shielding lies. Did you know that? Uh, it's kind of like, uh, what was the the the, the movie? You're, you sit on a throne of lies, FDA. That uh, was yeah. uh, Elf. That was Elf, right? Yes. You sit on a throne of lies. And then we have uh, Voices for me uh, Medical Freedom. We got a big uh, uh, article coming out of that this hour as well. And Tennessee says no to vaccinating children without parental consent. By the way, I'm going to Tennessee this weekend. Uh, for the Health and Freedom uh, Wellness Expo that uh, Drs. Terry and Stu Warner are putting on. I hope to see you there. In the meantime, we're going to take a quick pause here to remind you that the power to heal is yours. Well, if you're just tuning into the Robert C. Bell Show, you missed the first hour. And, of course, we covered the big media news is that Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News, the number one rated cable news program in all of cable and, and even, I think, broadcast news. They got rid of him. And and there are people apparently behind the scenes cheering. Those that took Big Pharma money, money don't like Tucker Carlson because of the things he brought up. Speaking fairly honestly and directly about some of these issues you'd not hear anywhere else. And it was the one out of two shows that I could stomach on Fox, the Tucker Carlson thing. And then uh, uh, we talked about the nighttime show. Uh, I always forget the guy's name. Uh, the, I think it's 11 o'clock Eastern. He's going up against the uh, the not comedians, whatever his name is. Gutfeld. Yeah, that's right. Greg Gutfeld show. He's got, he has a funny show. Otherwise, uh, you know, explain to me why you would take your number one rated show and show host and get rid of him. I don't know, but Tucker's going to be just fine. He's got a big following, very popular. Who knows? Maybe Bobby Kennedy can hire him as his, uh, I don't know, spokesperson or something or press secretary. That would be interesting. Uh, so we got that and a whole lot more. If you've got questions or comments, submit them to robertscottbell.com. You can always sign up for the newsletter by going to robertscottbell.com or texting RSB to the number 22828. Text RSB uh, to the number 22828. And that would be about it. I'd be as easy as you can, as you can do. <laughs> Excuse me. I have to drink a tea here. Super D fill in for a second. Mm. Drinking tea. Uh, yeah. Not coffee. Making I'm copies. Tea. Drinking tea. I had a lot of coffee. I told you when I was in Sarasota with the boys, the Quinto boys, they did, they have that machine to make it really nice, like an espresso or something. Oh yeah. For some reason, the I think fru -fru I'm not coffee. I drink that too. I was out in the sun a lot and, and got a little bit of exercise. So I wasn't jittery. I did well with it, but I, I ended up sweetening it with stevia because they put sugar in it, makes it a sweet, it's like candy, drinking candy. Uh, that's a different way to do coffee, I guess. Anyway, here we are. Uh, are we having trouble connecting with Ken Rutgers? Is he, is yeah, he, he lost audio on his computer somehow. Okay. So he can't hear us, which that's would make it hard unless we're going to do sign language or something. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, does anybody want to volunteer to do a sign language? How interview? are you? Sign yeah. language works especially well in audio podcasts, if you hadn't noticed. Yeah, it's uh, great. great. Number it's one great. podcast yeah. is uh, Absolutely. Actually, Braille works really good with podcasts, from what I understand. Braille does work well for that, yes. <laughs> So, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on. He just, he said he lost audio, and then he dropped. So, we okay. will just, we'll, we'll have to reschedule. Well, we didn't you have know, a chance to connect with him through John Stockton. Yeah. And uh, there's some great. Uh, high-level athletes and, and and retired athletes, professional, that have uh, spoken out, are speaking out, and have uh, joined forces 
to try and push back on the narrative as well. Well, and, we had John Stockton on, which was great. Yeah. NBA legend. We had Ken uh, Ken Maurer on, who uh, you know, one of the top NBA, NBA, NBA ref. I mean, if you watched any NBA games, you you saw Ken Maurer. If you watched it any time in the last thirty five years or so. Mm-hmm. So Ken Rutgers, I'm looking forward to have on. I think he's uh, he played for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, went to the won a Super Bowl champion. Um, and so it'll be interesting. He also, he testified at the Ron Johnson hearing. It was, it was very controversial right. that Ron, one of the first ones that he put together and he brought on the, that's right. From the Green Bay of, Packers here in Wisconsin. That's right. That's right. So we will try again another day. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll roll with this. I've got a lot to talk about anyway, every day. There's always more to say than I have time to say it. Uh, for those of you who aren't yet uh, supporters of us directly through Patreon, uh, we do have a patron uh, support page, and it's as little as five bucks a month to help us out, keep it keep it going and, and growing and reaching out. And we have our monthly Zoom AMA this very afternoon for those of you listening or watching live on the twenty fourth of so April. What happens at the AMA? It's uh, it's a free for all. It's evolved it's a little bit, hasn't it? Because yeah. you know it, it, the whole the whole concept of an AMA, which stands for Ask Me Anything, that originally came from, I believe, from Reddit. Where you would have people that would get on Reddit and they just, you know, be some celebrity or somebody that, you know, that people knew and, and, uh, they would say, ask me anything. And so people would just be like, Hey, and they'd ask them all these questions and they'd answer, you know, it was kind of, you know, Reddit is kind of just, it's a text-based, you know, type thing where stuff, you know, questions and answers, Q and A thing. So when we originally came up with the idea, we're like, Hey, this would be kind of fun. We just, people could ask us questions. And so it started out that way, but then it evolved over time. Yeah. And then what happened was, is the AMA uh, or the uh, the Patreon members, it became like a community, like a family. Yes. Yeah. And and so now it's like we get together and it's like, hey, how's it going? And, and people will talk about stuff that they've done and people will, will uh, you know, have questions. But it, they don't, they ask us questions, mainly you. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. they also ask other people questions yeah. and other people will answer people's questions through their own knowledge their experience mm-hmm. whatever been amazing and we just have a great time people would crack jokes and laugh and and uh and then, then the we, end, we get to give stuff back to you as a thank we you give stuff away we have trivia questions and we give away you know uh, uh products and things that i that mentioned talk about here the show. some of you and I, i'm not doing this to guilt trip you to to anything that's not my point in saying i'm grateful that we can you've actually earned more back to you for being part of our patron supporters because we get to give gifts to you, you know, part of the trivia questions and send stuff out. So it's been fun. Yeah. Ula, it knows she's a great community sharing experience and expertise and people sometimes bring some very serious issues and, and the community of people, individuals all help one another out. It's really compassionate and loving. It, it really is. It's a high school reunion every month, catching up on our lives and winning tons of prizes. Ula says, yeah. So, so if you're interested, yeah. we'd love to have you. And uh, you just click on the Patreon banner over at robertscottbill.com. Explain it all for you. One of the things is a 10-hour um, Vaccines Armed and Dangerous audio presentation that John Rappaport and I did uh, 12 years ago now or so. Yeah. And it's as valid today as it ever was. And I saw John Rappaport. He's got a sub stack, and he's doing great work. He just made one of his uh, audio podcasts for it free about Bobby Kennedy. You know, and his his uh, declaring for for running for the presidency, and he you know he's talking about the middle class. What happened to the middle class? He says, you know, that's a really a powerful winning argument if you're actually honest 
and, and have integrity and like to go, this is what happened. But I think his suggestion is, you know, look, Bobby Kennedy's pretty well off. And this is not me criticizing him for being that well off. He's done a lot in his life. He, he's, he's worked hard as an attorney. He's done amazing things. At the same time, you might some, somehow lose touch with what it's like to, to not be well off. Although one of the people he featured, I thought I saw in his, in his lecture was a good friend of his that they get together regularly who lost almost everything through the COVID scandemic because of the government policies of shutdown and lockdown. And he rightfully criticized president uh, Trump about that. He's like, Trump, it's your fault too. You know, you, you had it, uh, had it right at first and then lost it when you turned it over to Fauci. That's a, t- and- you know, that's a tough one for some people to swallow. Because some people just, they don't, they, you know, they, they, they love Trump so much and they really want him to be the guy yeah that they just, they don't want to acknowledge these things. Yeah. I just can't Um, do that. I can acknowledge where Trump does good things and I'll acknowledge where he doesn't. And same thing. If if Biden ever did one thing that was good, I go, all right, that was a good thing. It's not about D D or R for me. Although I recognize right now that the D's, unless they're Kennedy Democrats, that's a whole different thing. But remember going back to uh, President John F. Kennedy, he's more conservative th- than most Republicans as a Democrat back in ni- in the early 1960s. Talk about conservatism. So uh, the Democrats today have become largely collectivists, and many Republicans are too. Uh, so for us, it isn't about party politics. It's about individuals. What do they believe? Uh, how do they live? What are they going to do? Look, I'll be honest with you. When RFK Jr. announced that he was running for president, I was looking at, at who's who's on the board right now, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, you know, th- this could. And I don't, I don't vote, so it doesn't even matter. But I'm just looking at it. and I'm going, you know, RFK Jr. is one of those guys that I could see myself voting for. Mm-hmm. Now, th- there's a part of me that's going snap out of it what are you talking about you know right because you know i mean he's a democrat right you can't vote for a oh wait a minute hold on i left i left that whole thing behind Mm -hmm. uh a while ago but that 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 instinct is still there where it's just like if i did vote for him it would be the first time ever in my life that i would have voted for a democrat Yeah. yeah but you know i mean it's 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 not about the party it shouldn't be anyway shouldn't be i see a a uh what do you call it? A tweet? I, I said a tweet last hour. I was like, I don't yes. know what that is because we were talking about LGBTQ. It was just like all these initials were messing me up. Uh, James Lyons-Weiler, Dr. Jack from IPAC uh, has a uh, tweet says tired of the road rage. I am my friends, Kevin Jenkins and Robert F. Kennedy are pretty tired of people profiting by keeping us divided too. hashtag Kennedy 24. And then it, uh, there's an image here. That says uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. and uh, uh, this is from uh, Kevin Jenkins. Bobby Kennedy Jr. and the opportunity for an honest conversation with the black community. Um, Kevin Jenkins, of course, we've had on this show. Uh, he's a good guy. I like him a lot. Uh, he's supposed to be on the um, the the Cardio Miracle webinar we're doing tomorrow. But I think I don't know a family member sick. Something happened. Had a death so, of the family. Yeah. So uh, Dr. Witcher, who's also running for governor of Mississippi, is going to be on that with me as an f- integrative physician. And we're going to talk about cardiovascular disease and other things associated with uh, uh, the black community in particular. Uh, the risk is much higher. Uh, but we we're going to have Kevin Jenkins on it, and uh, he had to bow out. So it's still going to be great. But I just want you to think about uh, the ability to communicate honestly and openly. And that, for me, is exciting. This is what we do here. You know, I, I had, <coughs> excuse me, one of the interviews I had 
uh, off over the weekend at the Be Healthy Utah event was with Brianne Dressen from React 19, react19.org. And of course, that's an organization she founded to address the, uh, well, the injuries that were being denied, right? It was like you cancel anybody who declared they were injured by the COVID jab. And she is a lifelong Democrat. And she found out she was canceled, as did Jen Sharp, my friend Jen, who did the Anecdotals movie. And it's sort of like, dude, where is the ability to communicate openly, honestly? I talked about this last hour. Listening. Being able and willing to listen to somebody's story, why they believe what they believe, rather than shouting them down, denigrating them. If they're honest about their experience and they say, hey, I'd love to share with you why I believe what I believe, and you're willing to listen, my gosh, the the obstacles that are bigger than Mount Everest can move. And I, and I see that potentially happening with a Bobby Kennedy, even though, again, Democrats today are not often uh, open to communicate. They're often into cancel culture. But I don't say that across the board because there are individuals who have that bent politically that aren't like what we hear and see about a lot of the, the party politics anyway. So do we do we have Ken Rutgers on? Do we think we're going to? You know what? He, it, it looks like he's fixed the audio thing. So as long as we can hear him, okay. we're, we're going to give it a shot here. Okay. Hey. hey. Ken. Hey. Welcome. Hey. Let's bring him hey. back here. All right. Hallelujah. Hey, Ken, welcome. Thank you for uh, uh, your tenacity. But, of course, if you made it to a Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers, you have to be tenacious. <laughs> well, as an offensive lineman, definitely. That's all we, that's all we, we have. That's what we eat, live, and breathe is tenacity. Yeah, so uh, grateful to have you on. We had your friend John Stockton on, and then we had uh, Kenny Maurer on as well from uh, the NBA. And I'm just loving uh, interacting with the highest level professional athletes and those that work at that level because I know what it takes uh, to get there in terms of dedication. I was an amateur athlete. I, I went up to collegiate level. And, and the dedication to do that is it's a major commitment. You are willing to, to blast through walls to achieve your goals. And in the context of what you guys and John Stockton have done in getting people together to talk about the untalkable, the things you're not allowed to say, I, I got to have your backstory of how you connected with John and, and what happened over the COVID cancel culture within athletics as well. Yeah, well, you know, it started um, in early 2021. My wife, Cheryl, took the first Moderna shot as part of the first rollout and had immediately a severe neurological reaction. And of course, you know, she went to neurologists, she was in the ER, she was in the hospital, they did all the imaging to, to rule out uh, MS and things like that. And her neurologists were stumped. <clears throat> um, and we were trying to figure it out and doctors were trying to figure it out. Uh, she joined a group um, uh, and Brianne Dressen eventually was part of that early group of about a dozen. And I heard you just talking about Brianne Dressen, and and uh, <clears throat> and she's quite an advocate in this space as well. So yeah, anyway, this group put together way, a letter. Uh, just heads up, Brianne's interview that I did this weekend will air on a week from today on Monday. Just so you know, it was a great interview, and and uh, she's doing a lot of extraordinary things. And it's difficult for someone that's a party, you know, person in any whether you're hardcore Republican, hardcore Democrat to be able to see the the failings, if you will, of the collectivist party politics and to then go beyond to the human story, the human story, the people that have been injured. And that's what dr drove her to do what she did with React 19. And of course, your wife gets injured. Where does she go? What does she do? What can she say? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the, them finding each other, when, when the CDC and the FDA and the NIH and our government 
uh, had our medical institutions and our government had a blackout on this, a cancel culture of ghosting these people. And of course, a neurologist, and I'm sure Brie, Brie will talk about it, uh, she talks about it often, about you know, get gaslighting these mostly women yeah. who are the large majority of these neurological. So they had gotten together, a lot of doctors were in this group early on, and they wrote a letter to the White House and the FDA and the CDC with no response. And so Brianna and I started a website for them. This was pre-React 19 and pre-Voices for Medical Freedom. Mm -hmm. and kind of gave them a voice and and we had tried um, connecting with and, and reaching out to media all over the place uh ghosted by media ghosted by politicians nobody could find local regional media or politicians and so having played with the packers in wisconsin senator ron johnson who i'd never met came to mind he seemed mm -hmm. like these i've heard a couple sound bites from him over the years and i remember going this guy seems like a good honest guy you know just a guy that's going to get it so i cold called his office he got back to me and and he um said okay that was like on a thursday he said on a sunday night let me bring dr mccullough mm -hmm. and i want to hear from the injured, from this group of injured. And I, and I said, yeah, I think I'm sure we could get a couple dozen from because the group had grown from about 10 or 12 in a, in a few months of these injured, mostly women to hundreds. And so about 70 to 80 women got on this Zoom call, this group Zoom call with. And of course, it, like you had alluded to earlier, a lot of them were Democrats and they just couldn't. You know, it took them a while to warm up to anybody helping them. And my perspective on that was, wow. You're in the you're injured. You're in the snow barefoot without a coat. And a really nice guy in a red cabin says, come on in and warm yourself by the fire and I'll give you something to eat. And you're willing to stay outside and say, no, I'll wait for the blue cabin. And of course, that blue cabin has still got his doors locked. Yeah, that's a very good point. And the compassion, uh, you know, it, human compassion goes beyond or should go beyond any of these labels. This distinct differences. And uh, I think that we've got a, a, a gross immaturity uh, in the body politic and in those parties, the establishment parties. And, uh, you know, even though we lean more of the conservative Republican side of things, I'm not a party politicker myself. I just look at the individual. What do they stand for? A guy like Ron Johnson has shown his humanity and his compassion as a Republican. Uh, Bobby Kennedy has shown his compassion and integrity as a Democrat. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking about getting beyond the labels. And, and yet the people that are hurting are still being canceled even today. No, it's crazy. Right. And, and, uh, and even from my past, I mean, I, my first, you know, my, at my age, my first, my very first, I turned 18 and a couple months later I was able to vote because my family happened to be conservative and Republican. Uh, I voted for Ronald Reagan and kind of voted the party line, even though I was interested in politics and, uh, was able to give Newt Gingrich, the Speaker of the House at the time, a, a, um, a tour of the Packer Hall of Fame and um, had thought about running in Wisconsin. Um, was good friends with Rush Limbaugh, God bless his and rest his soul. Um, and, and even had Rush to, a, because he was a big Pittsburgh Steeler fan, had him to the to a Pittsburgh Steeler Green Bay Packer game up in the President's Box at Lambeau Field. And and now, you know, I'm looking at what's out there and I love the fact Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is running and mm -hmm. I've met him a couple times, had conversation with him. Here's an here's another great guy like Senator Johnson, honest for the people, a truth seeker. 
And uh, you know, yeah, we got to get beyond these these tri- these blue and red tribes and the balkanization and be be Americans and human again. Yeah, amazing. Amen. I'll, I'll say that it is possible. Each and every one of us here listens to one another. I hope I'm not overstating that, but certainly uh, that's the intent of this uh, this show and and the audience. I think appreciates that. And as you uh, go on the so-called listening tour with fellow athletes, retired and active, uh, what can you say about some of those videos that we have been seeing over the past couple of years of athletes uh, uh, dropping dead all across the, the world? Uh, young, the healthiest, the, the top level of athletes in the world, you think the last people that you'd ever see dropping dead of cardiac events, is, is this real or are these supposedly made-up videos? What is your assessment there? Uh, uh, can you say it again on what? The question of all these athlete videos dropping dead. You've seen these oh. videos, right? Is there a reality to it or are people saying those are deep fakes? Well, you know, we've looked at um, the data and had several people looking at the data. And, um, uh, you know, there's a tenfold increase. So the baseline pre-COVID, according to the Lucerne uh, study out of Switzerland, which was an international study, mm-hmm. um yeah, they put a baseline of about 2.35 athletes per month dying and mostly soccer players from cardiac. These were this was a cardiac study during COVID. You had uh, an average of about a five to six month run of about 29 athletes per month going down. So something's going on there. And if you look at the graphs and the curves of when this increase went up and it's dropped since the last couple months, the only thing, you know, the thing that makes the most sense is the vaccine. Right. But but you're saying there is definitely a rise in these sudden death and cardiac events. That was not, that's not controversial. The controversy then becomes the why. And of course, if we point to the experimental mRNA injection as the why, there's still uh, entities invested in keeping us unable to communicate this in, in, in mainstream channels. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when DeMar Hamlin went down on Monday Night Football, you know, one of the doctors in my wife's group that is that had also been injured texted immediately and said, are you guys watching, texted the group and said, are you guys watching what just went down on Monday Night Football? Mm-hmm. They're going to come on and they're going to claim it's Commodio Cordis. It's not. I'm an ER doctor. I know what Commodio Cordis looks like. That's not it. And sure enough, within a minute, the TV doctors were all saying Commodio Cordis. Now, you right. know, people have had to walk that back. But but John and I and Mike Fisher, the NHL, uh, an Olympic athlete that wrestles and a, a we all contacted our players unions and Senator Johnson had offered to connect our unions with experts in the field, cardio, cardio experts, doctors in the field. And, and they all, all the, the uh, unions, they all declined. They declined it. Stand by. We got to take a quick break here on uh, brighton.tv, simulcasting the Robert Scott Bell Show. Ken Rutgers, our guest this hour. All right. They go on break, and we continue to talk to our audience directly uh, and uh, behind the scenes a little bit, but still going on. And, Ken, again, I appreciate you being on board today. And I, I know there was a little bit of ruckus there at home, it sounded like. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. You know, there's all this, all the time. In fact, I'm, I had to, I, I couldn't get my computer working. What got me into the space was like, I got my wife's computer. And so, yeah, my lid was closed down on my computer. And the, I, I don't know, it's it's like it's been possessed or something. <laughs> <laughs> something weird going on there. Uh, so, well, yeah, we'll talk more about uh, the journey for your wife as well, the kind of help that 
is happening or not. And, and also a little bit more about, um, you know, as we, as we ended on just that before that break about the union refusing to hear anything, what about, um, beyond the players associations, the leagues themselves, is there any movement? Are we reaching? Is there anything that's, that's causing them to budge about, um, COVID mandate jabs? I, I noticed that, uh, uh, Kenny Maurer talked about the, the players weren't required, even though they made it difficult on them, but they required the refs, for instance. So there's a lot of hypocrisy and a lot of inconsistencies as well in terms of these policies. And now moving forward post-emergency, have there been any changes going forward, whether they be uh, agreements made between players union and the, and the league or the league itself? Again, I don't know the details of this, but that's also I'm intrigued about. Uh, yeah, forward. well, there's a lot of details involved in that. And so, you know, it, the devil's always in the details, right? So, um, and we can talk about that when we, when we get, you know, back back in. But there's d- definitely some complexities because even in the NFL, a guy like Aaron Rodgers was able to come in, right? you know, and not have to take the vaccines. It's just you had to jump a whole bunch of hoops. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And some of the hoops were, were tests that had no valid standard, as we pointed out from the day I heard that they were using PCR. I knew what a scam that they were perpetrating on all of us. Uh, so this is uh, the worshipfulness of the uh, scientific slash medical community has got to end. We've got to get beyond that. We've got to grow up and realize that they are not beyond questioning. And anything that a government or a censorship entity claims we cannot question is the very thing we should be questioning most intently. Yeah, I mean, that's part, you know, that kind of dialectic and dialogue uh, mm-hmm. and why freedom of speech is so important is because it protects our freedom. It protects our democratic system, mm-hmm. our republic, and it's scientific. Four, three. Okay, here we go. All right, welcome back, y'all, watching on Brideon.tv. We also are appearing uh, live at robertscottbell.com, uh, various uh, social media networks where we're not banned. Un- unfortunately, we are banned still on YouTube and Spotify of all places, as well as LinkedIn. Uh, but we got Ken Rutgers. Uh, I, I think you wouldn't want to censor a guy that can uh, tackle the quarterback. Or were you offensive lines? So you're just pushing back and protecting the quarterback. Yeah. So if you've seen the movie Blindside, you know yeah. I was that left offensive line, uh, the tackle that protected the blindside of Brett Favre. And uh, eventually, in my last year, we went to the Super Bowl and and uh, had a victory over the New England Patriots. So that was my last year. And and a great way to go out, especially considering <laughs> the first half of my career in Green Bay of the 12 years I played there were just dismal, dreary, <laughs> losing years. Yeah, I just remember uh, Brett Favre was, uh, I think, was selecting the draft by the Atlanta Falcons. And and somehow Green Bay got a hold of him and it ended up being a winning run for a number of years with Brett. So you were uh, protecting that quarterback. And again, big guys coming through you to get to him. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, it's just astonishing to consider the, the, the toll on the body, the things that, that NFL players go through and, uh, you're, I guess you're standing tall and stronger. Do you have any uh, lingering ailments from your years in the NFL? Well, you know, a few, you know, I just recently had a shoulder replaced from when I broke my scapula in my left mm-hmm. shoulder, but yeah, but I'm grateful for the technology. You know, I'm grateful for that. You know, so you know, for sure, the medical, you know, we do benefit from our Western medicine, but it's not the end all be all for sure. Yeah, we don't want to apply it to everything everywhere all the time. Uh, that's a, a big mistake. And of course, your wife, you described having uh, been injured by uh, the COVID jab, one of them, and uh, then being gaslit and or canceled by those who uh, didn't want to have anybody acknowledge that there was a causal potential causal link between the jabs and injuries or adverse effects or events. Now it's become patently obvious to most everybody who's, who's doesn't have uh, their ears stuffed with the, you know, the cotton from pill bottles of big pharma. 
and or in media, you know, the the uh, basic enthusiastic supporters of the talking heads in the media, as we just learned, uh, Tucker Carlson was uh, let go by Fox today. And uh, that's another consideration. I suspect it was his uh, overt uh, ability and willingness to tackle some of the big pharma hypocrisy. And there may be other reasons we don't know. But at this point, how is your wife getting help? You, you mentioned that you testified with Ron Johnson in Wisconsin about this, uh, of Wisconsin, also at the, uh, I believe, the federal level, the House of Representatives or the Senate in this point, held a, a kind of a hearing. And we, we've covered some of that as well. So there's a lot going on. Yeah. So uh, when Senator Johnson held that um, that Zoom with the injured and listened to their you know, on a Sunday evening for two hours, asking questions, taking notes with Dr. McCullough and Dr. McCullough at the time, he he had come on to to, uh, you know, being aware that this thing's kind of a yeah, it's not all that is promised to be a couple months before that. But he was shocked, you know, to hear all the stories and, and the level of neurological reactions, tingling, numbness, um, tinnitus, visual, brain Mm -hmm. fog, all those kind of neurological. And then um, and then we went to in uh, June, almost two years ago, we we uh, Brianne Dressen, my wife, um, Maddie DeGary, the little 12 year old that had uh, been injured in the youth trial and two other ladies went out to Wisconsin at the federal courthouse in Milwaukee and, and gave a press conference. And, uh, and it was, it was the, the deafening silence of any, of no one had questions for these ladies that had shared and poured out their, their stories uh, of what they'd been through. It was, it was the, it was bizarre. Yeah. Very strange. So how is the, uh, um, the building of a coalition, if you will, you know, John Stockton and you and others getting together, bringing athletes retired and active together. And we've, you know, there are some high profile athletes that spoke out like, uh, you know, current quarterback, although they say he's going to the jets. I don't know what's happening, uh, with, uh, well, I, we, we like him here. I mean, I've liked his whole career, but you hear the sports pundits, although on ESPN and others going, Oh, well, he's, you know, he's not a good guy because he's selfish. I'm like, Dude, if you can't be selfish about your own health, how are you going to be alive to function, much less as an NFL player? Uh, so, um, you know, these, although one guy I like that I uh, haven't had on the show yet, uh, he was a, a Fox News contributor, sports. Uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Good, good Lord, the black guy that does a great commentary now. He's sometimes, he's been a guest on Tucker. Oh, Cole. Jason, Jason Whitlock. Whitlock. Yeah, Jason Whitlock. And I want him on this show too. Uh, but v- very few that were willing to acknowledge that, you know, people have a right and an obligation to stand up for their own health and shouldn't just because everybody else is doing it, get it too. it rather than being attacked for an independent individual idea of how their health should go. Uh, they should be acknowledged and said, OK, it's a different path to go. Maybe you disagree with it, but we didn't see a lot of that, uh, let's say, cordiality and listening to the reasons why somebody might have a different opinion or view. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we're working on a athlete uh, health freedom uh, document, and uh, I've got about a dozen uh, active and retired athletes, and we're working on getting a few more, and then putting it out into the public. Working with uh, Health Freedom Defense Fund, a, a gal named Leslie Manukian, who started that and has yes. a, a nonprofit, and she's just brilliant, and been in this space for a couple decades. So, she, in fact, she was. She was the one that sued the the um, White House and the government so that we could 
uh, not have to wear masks on planes because uh, it was a bit of an overreach by our federal government. And, and she won that case. So we're working with her and athletes. And she had also, when I had contacted the players union, she had also written a letter to the president of the union at the same time. And so we, we connected uh, that way. Um, it kind of in the same space and, yeah, it's just it's kind of incredible. So, yeah, there's still people out there that even even though our declaration is one of, hey, athletes should we all should. And but athletes in particular, in, in the case of what we're putting together, should have the freedom to decide what they put in their own bodies without it being mandated uh, by our government or by work or or schools. I mean, I still the NCAA and, and the collegiate athletic um, space are still asking their athletes, if you want to play, you got some, not all, but uh, if you want to play, you got to get the, the jab. At this at this late of a date with, it just makes no scientific sense. There's no data or research that supports that. It is all um, a hoax. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, Kenny Marr should still be an NBA ref. Yeah, yeah, he should be, you know, yeah, because they denied his religious exemption, which is which is pretty crazy. Yeah, just amazing. Just amazing. So are we seeing any movement? Uh, uh, is it too early to say? I mean, when we talk about players associations and or league, uh, uh, you know, league, league rules regarding what, what happens now moving forward, since we've seen the deception, it's becoming more obvious. Well, you know, like I said, I reached out and I used to uh, I, one of my old teammates real smart guy too, Stanford grad. He now works at the, uh, uh, as an upper management levels of administrating the players association. I offered it to him, talked to him a couple of times. My best guess, you know, reading in between the line and the tea leaves mm -hmm. is, um, like a lot of things these days, they'd like to, you, you know, backpedal out of that gracefully with silence, hoping that the story and the narrative will change and that nobody like DeMar Hamlin goes down again, uh, with a heart cardio issue, um, even though that can, it, it's, it's declined, but there's still, there's still athletes out there that are still dropping yeah. uh, a couple hockey players recently, a former NFL player who's 31, uh, last week, I think went down and died of a cardio issue. Um, so yeah, it's still happening, even though it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's less because I think a lot of people that, you know, they're getting shedding some of that spike protein, but not everybody seems to be able to do that. Yeah. Do you think there's a, let's say, economic conflicts of interest? We talk about big pharma and media. Uh, is there any kind of pharmaceutical support monetary to the leagues that we should know about or even players association that might cause a conflict of, of being willing to maybe change course overtly? Well, the league, the league was uh, got some big money, millions of dollars from from the um, Biden administration. It doesn't matter if it's the Trump administration or the right. Biden administration. They're getting they're, they were getting money to promote, and we saw athletes, um, Hall of Fame NFL players, uh, come come on the big screens and, and promote this. I mean, just like we saw, you know, Sesame Street characters Grover, as an example, promote getting the jab. It's it's really quite. Uh, Something that that even just five years ago we would have scratched our heads and said that's crazy. So the leagues, the league now the league is different than the union, and you know the mandates. You know, like a guy like Aaron Rodgers, he said I'm not going to take the jab, and so there was a pathway forward for athletes in the NFL mm -hmm. to navigate without getting the shot. But boy, what the 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 hurdles and hoops they had to jump over or jump through 
they're trying to do everything they could to in, to incentivize incentivize full compliance. Right. But I, I I think lawsuits are part of that. You know, people sure. are scared of getting sued. Yeah, I remember. Uh, was it Cole Beasley? Uh, also, yeah. was very outspoken. And uh, in the NBA, Kyrie Irving was one of the controversial figures uh, that they again they they denigrated him. You know, look, I don't know the guy, but on the on the level of defending individual liberty. I don't care, you know, a lot about your other beliefs. That's your fundamental uh, starting point. If you believe in mandating and 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 basically uh, forcing somebody to accept something into their body that they don't agree with, I mean, that seems to be, you know, a non-starter in in terms of discussion. Yet, so many people gave up on their right to bodily autonomy. Well, yeah, you know, a lot of pressure, right? So I don't think it got to the place where you know they're going to hold a gun to your head and hold you down and inject you. But boy, I'll tell you what, the the level of pressure and mandates, and you know, yeah, you can't work here if you don't take the jab. And what, you, how are you going to put food on the table? I know I, I'm a college professor, I have my PhD in sociology, and so uh, I'm teaching sociology. And it wasn't until May of last year that my college required a mandate. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a second, we've been two and a half years into this and at the end of a school year and all of a sudden you're mandating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta, you know, put into the, put into this equation, the old, the old saying about, Hey, if it doesn't make sense, follow mm-hmm. the money. And yeah. so I'm thinking there's a lot of, there's still a lot going on to where, institutions, organizations are being rewarded with government money if they comply to some of the policies. Did did you have to uh, stop teaching or are you still able to teach? Yeah, well, you know what? I put in for a, um, for a religious exemption and um, it, fortunately, not like Kenny Maurer and some of the other ESPN people, uh, you know, I was, I was, it was accepted. Um, and I had co- just even to coach outside uh, mm-hmm. at the high school level in Oregon, which is where I live. You had to, so I had gotten a, an exemption in that. And so, uh, yeah, they were pretty generous in this case with religious exemptions, which I thought at the time, who's going to make a decision like in Kenny Maurer's case, an NBA right. ref, thirty-eight years. Um, who's going to decide <laughs> the legitimacy of your belief system? That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, well, that's an astonishing thing that we would allow anyway. The idea that we would have to opt out of something means that we're automatically in and we have to beg for an escape clause, whether it be religious, philosophical, medical, or otherwise. I think it's patently offensive to the origin point of, of, you know, the American ideal and governance, where it was the defense of individual liberty, not a collectivist, you do everything we say unless we give you a, a permission slip to not or a little, you know, hall pass to not do it. We are so backwards and inside out and upside down as Americans at this point. We've got to find our way back before it's too late. Well, and you know what? That That's intentional. Those are intentional tactics. Even within uh, the college I'm at, one of the things they said in, in uh, justifying this opt out is they said, well, if you have to opt out, it's going to in, you know, science shows that it's, a, you'll get a higher compliance. So all these, um, tactics, structures, strategies that that these different organizations are putting into place as policies, mm-hmm. it's not by accident. These are try, you know, these are tested and researched social psychological tactics. It's yeah. powerful. All right, Ken, I want to bring Super Don into the mix, whether he wants to or not. I, when it comes to sports stuff, we like talking sports and Super D, you know, he's 
fanboy of John Stockton. We had such a great time with Kenny Mara, and I'm enjoying having you on, Ken, to talk about these issues. But I can't ignore the fact that you were an NFL player and a Super Bowl champion with the Green Bay Packers and, uh, you know, protecting Brett Favre and all that. Um, you know, my question, of course, always goes into health and healing. Did you know about Arnica, Montana, when you were a player, homeopathic Arnica? Did anybody? No, no you know, yeah. So, so much has changed and shifted, as you know. I mean, it's been a couple decades since I was, you know, in the league. And so, mm-hmm. and then with everything that's happened through COVID, you know, we are working to try to get get ourselves up to speed in the area of, you know, natural uh, solutions and, and uh, different health and, you know, good health decisions yeah i think now all teams have probably staff chiropractors they need they need staff homeopaths to get the right remedies for the recovery and help to reduce the long-term destruction of the musculoskeletal system because you as you said you even had to have a replacement part uh put in your shoulder because of injury all right super d go what do you got for ken i was just having fun listening you put me on the spot here Dude, it's come on, come on, Super D. Let's, yeah. let's a bit. Well, listen, I, I have I have a, a confession actually yes. because uh, my team is the 49ers, so technically we're rivals. But uh, <laughs> lo- loved Brett Favre and, and the Packers, though. What? So, what year was it that you guys went to the Super Bowl? That was the '96 season, so '96. Okay, Super Bowl thirty-one. Yep. Yeah, I'm just I'm just fascinated at how how many. Uh, people that we've had on the show so far which is i guess what like three but that's a, that's a lot for this show really of people you know athletes and stuff that are starting to come out and be vocal about this because you know it, that, that's a brave thing to do because if you think about what happened during covid how, how many times did the uh the press try and really cancel the uh yeah, i mean look what they did with aaron Rodgers, right mm-hmm. uh, they tried aaron Rodgers is a tough guy he didn't you know it just kind of bounced off of him but um you know it's it's commendable uh, to see these guys, you know, people like you doing this because you, you you're kind of taking a chance, taking a risk at doing something like this. Have you have you what kind of pushback have you have you experienced personally on coming out and, and being involved in this and, and being outspoken? Right. Well, you know, I'm not a big social media guy, so I don't have thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people to lose. And I think that's part of the, you know, I'm not doing any endorsements. It's we get a lot more guys who are retired than we do active mm. athletes, musicians, doc, you know, uh, and especially musicians. I mean, they're still on tour and, and, uh, you know, there, there, there are some outspoken musicians as well, but I think a lot of guys are still pretty, pretty careful, pretty scared of, uh, but for me, it was my wife's injury. And it's like, I, I feel like I didn't have a choice and I love freedom. Mm. I mean, I love freedom. And as a sociologist, you know, I'm looking at at uh, the trends, and I'm reading the tea leaves, and and you start looking at uh, this the um, social controls that are being put in place, and the trend and where that's going, and it's not looking real good unless we start standing up. All right. Yeah. And how is your wife doing? By the way, is she getting the help and the care she needs. I mean, you know McCullough, but there's a lot of holistic docs out there that are doing good work to help people like your wife in in her situation. Yeah, she's working with some natural paths and some holistic um, medical people, as well as um, a really good neurologist. Um, 
she um, she's doing a good job of, of tr mostly treating the symptoms. I mean, it's still they're still trying to figure out, you know, how how do you get rid of the the um, spike protein? Is it the spike protein that's continuing to stay in the? It's just a lot of questions, more questions than answers. And she's still connected, um, you know, with the group with Brienne Dressen in that group and React nineteen uh, is you'll talk. Uh, as you talked with her this weekend and going to put it, I mean, they're doing some great, they're doing what our government should be doing. I mean, I grew up where, you know, in an era and my dad would say, Hey, if you break it, you fix it. Right. Yeah. And so our government through this thing has, has broken people and it's time for our government to stand up and go, you know what? We broke it. Well, let's fix it. Yeah. One of the things in that interview, don't hold your breath. Week, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a have they don't have a, a much of a history of doing that do they no, no they don't well with the interview with brianne which will air next week uh, one of the things she brought up before i could bring it up was like hey did you hear the government uh gave two people like a total of four thousand dollars right i'm like yeah for an injury right they acknowledge and react 19 is raised i, I was it quarter million half a million privately oh yeah over half a million yeah yeah and it's like you know look to the government wait for the government to do it and we'll all be dead so kudos to brianne react 19 all those that are stepping up to support and help people because as you said as super don mentioned to, to correct the mistakes government makes you don't look to government to make the correction they they are just inclined to do well whatever. first they'd have to admit that they did something wrong or that they were wrong about anything and yeah. they never do that they never do that and and you see these yeah, you know, these the and you know Robert, I sound like a broken record. This is one of those things I always rant on. But it's you, you get these uh, these leaders of these alphabet agencies will get on these news shows and they'll be just like, we just don't understand why it is people don't trust us. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? First off, stop lying. People might trust you if you do that. And B, if you're wrong, admit that you're wrong. That would go a long way for them to say, you know what, we were wrong about the vaccine. Mm -hmm. You know, we made a mistake. We screwed up, and we're really sorry. We're not going to make that mistake again. And here's how what we're going to do so that, that mistake never happens. And for the people that that did have, you know, they did get injured, we're going to help you out. You know, I mean, they'll be the first ones up there to say, we need to protect, uh, you know, we need to get behind our first responders. We need to get behind our vets. We need until, to get behind until, until the first responders and vets say, we don't want the jab. Then suddenly they're and then up. they're fired. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ken, the has there been anybody right? that, that and the nurses too. Yeah. Yeah, has there been anybody that you've reached out to uh, that had a, a total belief and comfort and confidence in that whole, you know, paradigm, and that has awakened to, oops, I got it wrong, they lied to me, or they believed it, and, and now they don't. Have you seen some conversions? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think you know everybody in my family who has witnessed what's happened to my wife. You know, kids, uh, in-laws, um, some of them, you know, uh, and, and extended family. Some of them a little bit took them a little bit longer, but I think people are waking up. Uh, I think you know, along with government, I would say, you know, media. You know, the media is is derelict in their in their job to be kind of our our eyes, ears, and and mouth for holding, you know, government accountable. And they're in lockstep, you know, they're in league with, uh, at least the most of the mainstream in, in lock with, uh, politics and party politics. Yeah. By the way, you're, you're in Oregon, super Don's in Oregon in a very more rural, uh, conservative area. I could wear a shirt like this in, in that area of Oregon, but certain areas of Oregon, <laughs> they would probably put me in jail. Uh, I think Ken's about two and a half hours or so North of me. You're, you're, yeah, right, around, you're right around bend, right? 
Yeah, in a little yeah. town called Sisters up near the Three Sisters Mountains. Yeah, we, right. we, go, we, we travel through your neck of the woods every once in a while down on our way down because I grew up in the Central Valley of, of California in Bakersfield. My wife's from Fresno, so we still have family down there. Okay. Cool. Yep. So you might have grown up as a 49er fan. I grew up, well, I hate to say this, but I grew up as a Raider fan. But no. you know what? I mean, I have yeah, good friends that, <laughs> that uh, you know, played uh, with the Niner, Brent Jones, who, uh, you know, is a great voice in this space. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, I was uh, down in California visiting family over spring break. And uh, Tim Harris, a uh, defensive pass rusher, uh, who also played not only for the Packers, but then went and we practiced against each other every day. So we helped me. Hopefully I made him as, as uh, better, like he made me better. Um, but he in, in, ended up playing uh, a few years with the Niners and loved it. Loved yep. it. Yeah. Very cool. Raiders, huh? They're in yeah. Las Vegas now. And actually I was just reading this morning. Uh, can you believe it? The Oakland A's looks like they're moving to Las Vegas now. Wow. Yeah. You know, the, I think the last like Oakland team. Yeah. yeah, you know, Kenny Stabler, you know, that kind of era growing up as a kid. And then, you know, when, when, yeah, I, I've kind of left the Raider, the whole, when the whole Raider nation moving here, moving there, moving to Vegas. Although, you know, I mean, I love John Gruden. Um, you know, what a great coach he was in Green Bay, as well as, you know, Mariucci, who was with the Niners for a little bit of time. And, and, uh, and of course, Andy Reid, who was tight ends and, and, offensive line coach for a while in uh, green bay and what a great guy mm -hmm. quite some history now i was thinking of uh, events that you might be able to go to and have impact or others like every year they have the hall of fame event in canton um you know that would be an idea of rubbing elbows with folks and talking you know behind the scenes unofficially about what's going on to find out if there are any other people whispering about it that are wanting to speak up but are afraid because they are invested in certain things and uh, you know, as you said, you're not, you know, doing a lot of endorsement deals, have a big following. So the risk to you is far less relative to the, the, what you're doing to earn a living now. Are, are there other mechanisms by which we can reach these athletes that you can as well? Yeah, well, you know, one of the things I do, that I've been doing since 2000 is I had a, a teammate actually played for the Niners as well, kind of a backup offensive lineman, Tom DeVille. And, and uh, when he re retired early in his transition, he ended up getting shot and killed unarmed and and. Mm. I kind of looked at that and said, what are we doing for transitioning guys? So I started a nonprofit back in 2000 and eventually the NFL took a lot of my material and started their own program, which I was really grateful for. And now I do do some consulting work and do some mentoring every year with young guys. And gosh, over the last eight years, um, well over a, uh, almost, yeah, over 200 guys I've, I've been able to mentor through the transition program to some degree. So, um, yeah, you know, talking with some of those guys as well. And, and, but, you know, it's interesting, Robert, um, unless it's your wife or your kid or your father or somebody that's close to you, um, you know, you, everything in, everything in the media and, and, you know, the dominant culture is saying, yeah, no, they're, you know, they keep drumming this safe and effective, safe and which I'm not even really sure what is to, where do you put that level? Can you quantify that for us? Yeah. What safe and effective is? Well, we, uh, we did a documentary film in Utah called Utah safe and effective question mark. And I would encourage you, if you haven't watched that, you can share that with doctors and scientists because it's well-researched and referenced. Everything is referenced. And Love it. uh, it's for free. Go to utahsafeandeffective.org, watch it, share it. And Ken, you're welcome back here anytime. God bless you for what you're doing. If I can help you and your team uh, in any way or your wife in any way, just let me know. Well, you're going to be in, you're going to be in, uh, at the Boise uh, function. Yes, I will for be at the, uh, we, the Patriots USA event 
uh, in yeah. Boise, first time to Boise. So you'll be there as well. That'll be great to meet you. Working my way up there. Yep. Oh, that'll be awesome. And uh, the group that you're, you and John are working with, uh, is there a, like a website that we can direct people to, to watch you or listen to you, catch up on that? Yeah, yeah. We do some podcasts with some interesting folks, just like you do. Voicesformedicalfreedom.com. Voicesformedicalfreedom.com. And we're just kind of putzing along and and uh, having fun, John and I, interviewing people and, and adding more athletes and uh, entertainers to our group. And thanks for letting us... Uh, there it is. Voicesformedicalfreedom.com. Appreciate what you're doing. I look forward to connecting with you and John and everybody as we uh, carry on bringing the power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you. And that includes you, Ken Rutgers. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you. And thank you to you and your team for, for being a voice and encouraging the rest of us to stand up. Thank yep. you. The power to heal is yours. All right. Bonus round. Short, I guess, a little bit because we're going to be together again in, uh, let's see, three, three, two hours from now? A couple hours. A couple hours. We'll be back for the AMA. Oh, man, that'll be fun. We'll have a good time today. And that was great. Ken, I'm glad he worked it out. He got his wife's computer. You know, how many times us husbands have to be bailed out by our wives? Uh, yeah, it happens, doesn't it? A lot. <laughs> it does. So I want to give a shout out to everybody over on Rumble today. I think we ended up on the on the news uh, uh, page uh, at Rumble. So mm. some some more people found out about us. Did you, so. did you find? Did you see an image of of the the front page of Rumble, or are you just assuming? Uh, not not on the home page, but when I went to the news, it showed up there. So I don't know, but we, we got we got some people tuning in. So appreciate you guys stopping by. Please click on the subscribe button so you'll know we are live two hours a day, uh, six days a week. Mm -hmm. and uh love our rumble viewers and listeners as well as all of our viewers and listeners on the uh different social media platforms and also our podcast listeners yep. as well don't ever want to forget about our podcast listeners we appreciate you as well the after the fa <laughs> fact uh if you will not long after it goes it becomes a podcast how quickly after the show <clears throat> uh every evening okay yeah Every evening it goes. That it one's goes. not automated. You actually have to take the video and take the the MP3 of it or something. Yeah, make that. Okay, yep. that's all Dude, part I wish of it the... was automated. Uh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind, but <laughs> <laughs> but my son actually is going to be uh, helping out with with stuff with video editing, audio editing. He's, it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. Okay, uh, but he's set up at this point to be able to do that, and so between that and he'll be helping me out with the the newsletter and emails and stuff like that. So Looking Leslie's forward baking, to that. baking pies and cookies for the AMA. Unfortunately, it's not being hosted at her home, so we won't be able to eat them today, but no. we have an RSB union coming up uh, July 14th through 16th, where you'll be able to indulge in organic gluten-free pies and cookies Yes, um, in Southwest Missouri. So I hope, uh, hope y'all consider making that. This weekend, Tennessee, one of the stories out of Tennessee I didn't get to cover, uh, Tennessee says no to vaccinating children without parental consent. I mean, it seems like the least you could do is to go, yeah, well, we want we want to make sure the parents are engaged and involved in those kind of decisions. Yeah, well, it's good news, you know, and when it's when when we find it, it's good to, to bring it up. So apparently yeah. uh, the State Department uh, says, well, it says here, what is the sub headline? Let me get it up on the screen here. During Tennessee's COVID-19 vaccination campaign, the state's Department of Health invoked the mature minor doctrine 
to allow minors 14 and older to be vaccinated without a parent's consent. But lawmakers on Thursday passed the law requiring health care providers to obtain consent from a parent or legal guard before vaccinating a minor. What a concept. Yeah. And, you know, t- Tennessee, this is this is kind of late in, in the game here Yeah, uh, because there were a number of uh, states that tried to do the same exact same thing. And we covered that over over the past three years. Yep. Where it was just like, oh, you know, those 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 just misguided. Uh, anti-vaxxer parents oh we got to save the children so we're going to make it so that they can just give consent you know at the age of whatever look at look at this during COVID 19 campaign 2021 tennessee department of health remember these are collectivists socialist communist departments why do i say that because they don't believe in parental authority they don't believe in individual liberty they use this doctrine to allow uh, uh, justify allowing minors 14 and older consent without informing their parents as long as they are deemed mature by their physician. The may, the mature mi- minor doctrine. Yeah, look, I acknowledge that, yes, certain <laughs> kids can mature at different rates, but... I know I wasn't, and no, there are a lot where, of kids that aren't. Where yeah. does this end? I, I'm telling you, this is, this, is a, I, this is a horrible thing, I have to say it, but this is like it opens up pedophilia potential. Because if a child below the age of majority can consent to a medical intervention that could end up killing them. What could they not consent to? If you tell them, well, they were mature. The 14 year old was mature and somebody that wants to have, you know, illicit relations with a child says, Hey, it's the mature minor doctrine. I've assessed them and they are mature for their age. Therefore they can, can, you know, it's just, no, you're right. You're a hundred percent right. And, uh, you know, being a, a parent, mm-hmm. my kids are all grown up now, but, uh, you know, my, my, my kids are parents now, <laughs> you know, and just the idea of, of having a, a, a teenager that can just does, doesn't need to run it by the parents. They can just go and get whatever they want, uh, whatever medical procedure or injection or whatever like that, that just, that just it's not right that's not the way we were brought up now maybe i don't know if that's something that is you know i'm I'm being a a, an old fart yeah uh, thinking that way but that's not the way we were brought up no you know your children you are responsible for the safety and well-being of your children now there are situations where some parents really drop the ball okay they don't take care of their kids they don't, they don't supervise them. They don't feed them. They don't clothe, you know, the, you know, the, the stuff that, you know, it's just common sense. Uh, but when it comes to something like this, this is what the, uh, a difference of opinion between a parent mm-hmm. and a school board or, you know, the health department or something. And at what point, where's that line to be drawn? Right. Yeah. Well, and how much of this could be a factor? My child of intimidation, right? Uh, you think a doctor in his authoritarian position cannot intimidate a teenager to take the jab over their parents' wishes? Your parents aren't doctors. I'm the, you know, and, and you're alone with a, with a teenager. And then they say, well, he was mature. She was mature enough to make the decision. Uh-uh, sorry, fr- afraid not. Now, your example of, you know, uh, uh, deadbeat parents yeah. It's a unique circumstance that can be assessed on an individual basis, but they're not talking about that. They're talking about parental. But they try and lump it into the same category. Sure, but they they right? believe that the government owns children. 
They, they literally, there are there are folks out there that will say, you know what, you will not get your your son or daughter the HPV shot. Hmm. That's child abuse. That's yeah. child endangerment. Yeah, that's where they want to take this. Exactly. You don't want to. You 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 don't want your kid to get the the flu shot. You don't want your kid to get the COVID shot. That that's endangering the 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 life and and the, and the well being of the child, and so therefore, uh, we're going to call CPS and get them involved, right? I mean, you know they'll do this. We've seen them do it before, in sure. in other in other situations. So I'm glad that that you've got Tennessee that's passing legislation. But what kind of world are we living in where you have to pass legislation for that kind of stuff? Right. You have to like reactivate the Constitution or something where it's like, come on, man, why do you even give it up? Yeah. Many people have, but then again, many people got licenses to marry and got their kids birth certificates and numbered them like cattle. So, Hey, who am I to talk about this? I just annoy everybody <laughs> taking it to my logical uh, conclusions that others would say those, those are extreme positions, Robert. Uh, you're not one I can count on to make comments that make sense there. Um, so Tucker Carlson fired or not, or let go or whatever. I just sent you, uh, I think Zach Voorhees, the Google whistleblower posted something. I don't know if this is a commentary direct from, uh, Tucker about him leaving if there's any video up there already of him talking about why he was removed from Fox but it would be justice if Fox News tanks below CNN's numbers at 8 o'clock Eastern time when Tucker goes on it won't be tonight everybody's gonna be tuning in tonight to see <laughs> see yeah. what's gonna happen it's just gonna be a news program of rotating guests I think I don't think it'd be anything to tune in yeah well, I think that Gutfeld would be interesting if they do comment on it tonight on the Gutfeld show comedy show yeah there's gonna be comment yeah. For sure, over the next few days. So we have Tennessee coming up. Upcoming events tab at robertscottbell.com. If you're not up to date on what's happening, we got a lot coming up, dude. I, I don't know. Do we have everything there? That's cool that Ken Rutgers is going to be at the event in uh, Boise that I'm going to now. Mm -hmm. That is really cool. Uh, let's see here. Where's the upcoming events tab? Oh, it's loading slowly. Have I glitched out today? I saw a couple of times it went red. A couple of times, yeah. I even rebooted the router and everything in the in the, the the thing today, so I don't know why it does that. That's a restream thing. I'm not sure. All right. So how about uh, how about Super Don's headline of the day? Can we do that okay. real quick? Yeah. Do you have one? Here's 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 how this unfolded this morning. I'm I'm doing show prep, and I'm not going to whine because this is not a whiny kind of 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 situation, but I'll tell you, it's very difficult because, you know, I get up in the morning, get my coffee, sit down, and I have X amount of time in order to accomplish a number of different tasks. Mm -hmm. And the internet can be um, a rabbit hole, man. I mean, it can be like a, a giant black hole that will just try and dominate all of your attention uh, and take you off into all kinds of different directions, right? So I try to stay very focused on the, the news and the news outlets that I'm, that I'm, you know, getting this information from so I can put together a show so we can talk about what's going on in the world. Every once in a while, I'll come across a headline and I'll just look at it and I'll just be like, man, I really want to click on that, that, that headline. I really want to click on that, but I know I'm going to end up wasting a whole bunch of time and probably end up going down a, a rabbit hole because sometimes these headlines are so bizarre and I'm just like, is this really real or is this just clickbait? This one I couldn't resist. This this made my day. You ready for this? Okay. Read it. it hey, hold on. Let me get rid of the graphic here because it's, it's blocking part of it. There we go. 
Indian man urinating on train track dies after being hit by flying cow. What? That's not real. That's Babylon B. Come on, man. What is that? It's real. Uh, this this what happened I mean, was I didn't see that. What, what happened was there was this this guy in India was uh, I I there were a number of guys that were relieving themselves on the train track. I don't know why. I thought maybe this was going to be like they got electrocuted. But it, right. it was well, well, if you pee on the electric rail, you, yeah. But yeah, what, that's not a good plan. This I think is just a regular India, old train. It, but. Regular old train. Apparently, he was standing there, had to go. And so yeah. he just uh, was doing his thing there. Uh, and another train that was going by hit a cow and launched the cow into the air. Mm-hmm. And the cow landed on the guy. What? Yeah. It re- he, he got... A flying cow landed. A on flying him. cow, yeah. yeah. What are you going to say to an event like that? Uh, it was his time. It was his time. It was definitely his time. If you get killed by a flying cow, I mean, that was just so, there's the lords of karma are you know getting together and going. Well, this guy is due for being done. How are we going to take him out? I mean, I think they were bored that day and said, "Hey, let's drop a cow on his head." I'm like, if you think I'm kidding, Google that headline. You'll see. You'll find the story. But wild. That's yeah, wild. It's great. Um, death by flying cow and there's lots of stories like this i was thinking yeah it might be fun just to to do a segment or, or something maybe a separate port podcast of of the of these crazy stories because they yeah they do happen ula says what a horrible way to die yeah i i mean i i guess there are worse ways you could die i think if you if you you know go to uh, if it's hindu heaven or whatever afterwards and they asked how you died a cow killed you that's an interesting thing because they're very you know sacred animals they are I wonder if if that means you're going to Hindu hell or Hindu heaven uh, to get taken out by a cow. Just a philosophical <laughs> question. I don't have an it's, answer. Yeah, that. I suppose it could be like the best way to go, right? Yeah, but it's definitely a story you get to tell at the, in the afterlife. Yep, got taken out by a flying cow. Hey, let's talk to Shalamil over there. Like, has that ever happened? Have you ever heard that? No, I never heard that. That is something else. Let's see who else is in the chat room. Hey, Michael Bolden, scheduled for Friday show when I'll be live from. Uh, Tennessee. Yep. He said, did you watch, oh, Bobby Kennedy's speech? Is that what you're referring to? I see that long, but surprisingly good and interesting. Uh, yeah, I agree. Look, I love that somebody can talk extemporaneously. In other words, not needing a script. Ron Paul could do it. Jonathan Emord can do it. Um, Bobby Kennedy can do it. I know that Michael Bolden can do it too. Um, but uh, it's, a, it's a fascinating journey. And as I said, John Rappaport has some interesting advice for Bobby Kennedy and his team uh, as to how he could uh, raise a ruckus you know what his method could be let's see chris how about poison proposing a provision that minors and wards can choose to be not vaccine recipients against their guardians wishes yeah they wouldn't go for that right if mom and dad want you to get jabbed and you say it's a 17 year old you don't want to uh, i don't think that they would give deference to it even though obviously we're siding with the 17 year old on not wanting to get jabbed but would they give deference to the 17 year old if he didn't want to get jabbed or only if uh, you could convince him to get jabbed against his parents' wishes? Right. Yeah. It's a good question. I think I remember posing that question where it's like, if you flipped it around like that, mm-hmm. you know, where it was, we, 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 we recommend that you don't get vaccinated. Well, or that you think should. About, you see, super D it's interesting. Think about when you were 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you, you know, if there was something that your parents wanted you to do and you didn't want to do, I mean, is that a runaway from home scenario? I mean, if you perceive that the I guess it depends on how strongly you feel about it. Yeah, exactly. 
It's an interesting consideration, I think. When I was 17, I probably would have just done it. Mm -hmm. Town Hall's reporting, uh, what caused, uh, is this what caused Tucker Carlson to leave Fox News? Word is that Mr. Carlson intended to have an epic episode tonight where he was reportedly going to delve into the Dominion voting systems lawsuit and clear his name. He had guests lined up, but the bigwigs at Fox torpedoed the idea, leading to those quitting. I wouldn't Who's be surprised. That from? If, this is Town Hall. I wouldn't be surprised if that's how things went down, but that hasn't satisfied his viewers. And there's a competitive, competing narrative. Carlson would discuss the CBS 60 Minutes episode on January 6th, but quit when producers said it was a no-go. Yeah, I don't think everybody knows for sure, but there's some interesting thoughts. I mean, that's some serious insider information there. Yeah. The question is, uh, who is the author of this? Uh, let's see. Matt Vespa is reporting. Yeah. Whatever that is from town. I don't Hall. know. You know, everything's speculation right now. With most things, that's you know, that's just how it is. Everybody's talking talking about it because it's interesting, but it, it'll take uh, a little time before the truth comes out. And and you know, it's like I was saying at the beginning of the show. Tucker is one of those guys who's not going to just he's not going to keep his mouth shut. He, he's he's going to tell people. Yeah. He just hasn't had the opportunity to do it yet the way that he wants to do it. So we'll just wait to see what he has to say. He's a vocal guy. Yeah. Very, very. I thought it was funny. Glenn Beck uh, this this morning was just like, uh, Tucker, because apparently he's friends with him. Mm -hmm. He was like, uh, come on over. Come on over here, right? <laughs> yeah. We'd be happy to have you. Darla Shine said his his phone. Well, I know I think it was Candace Owens said his phone's probably ringing off the hook. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I I don't know. It's like I'm, I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, who would who would take him? Mm -hmm. I mean, Blaze. Yeah, sure, of course, Blaze. I I don't know. I just don't see Tucker doing that. I think I think Tucker wants to have the the most impact he can have. Right. That just seems like that's the kind of guy he is. That's the impression I get. So I think, yeah, I could, I could definitely see him doing his own thing. Mm -hmm. He's, he's got the fan base. We all love him, right? And he can make a, a lot more money. Honestly. I'm sure yeah. that it would not be an issue for him to find somebody that would be willing to invest in this thing if, if he didn't do it himself. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, in this day and age, with the way technology is, yeah, you don't need a whole lot, really. You know, but I mean, you know, let's say he wanted to do something on the level of like a Dell Big Tree or something like that. He knows all the people in the industry, right? Yeah. So I, I he totally could do his own thing. And I, I, I just, I, I would almost prefer to see him do that. I would love to see him independent, mm -hmm. you know? I wouldn't mind it. Wouldn't so we'll mind. see. We'll see what he does. All right. Upcoming events. Let's go through them. Um, we did the Be Healthy Utah, so you can take that one down. Uh, it was great. Full-on attendance the whole two days. You guys missed it, man. It was great. Hopefully, uh, you can attend virtually because they're going to make all the videos available uh, for the lectures uh, with the RSB, no, Bell 40 code discount, 40% off of that. Uh, let's see. We got the Wellness Revolution World Tour presenting American Health and Freedom Summit and Expo April 28th through the 30th. I think the 27th is the Nurse Freedom Network event. I should be there for that. Uh, no complaining, just solutions. And so that's Nashville, Tennessee this weekend. Uh, we've got, uh, what else coming up? The Advanced Medicine Conference, Memorial Day weekend, St. Louis, Missouri. We, the Patriots USA National Conference 2023. And it looks like Ken Rutger is going to be there as well. If they've updated the flyer, Super D, I don't know, but I've committed to it. Looks like James Lyons-Wilder's yep. there. Brian Hooker's there. It's going to be a man, great reunion. 
of a lot of cool people. And that's uh, June 2nd and 3rd, Ryan Cole as well. And then we've got the Goodies Family Farm, the homestead. Uh, that's 14th, 15th, and 16th. I think right after that, yeah, the, the next weekend is the 21st through 23rd, Maho Summer Splash. That's uh, Columbus, Ohio for the natural products industry, health food stores, natural products. But maybe we'll do something in Columbus, Ohio that weekend. Uh, I know our friend Michelle, her husband has opened an amazing restaurant. I definitely want to check that out in Columbus area. The Las Vegas Biomed Expo, September 14th through the 17th, uh, as well as the Health Freedom Expo later in um, October. Oh, and by the way, um, uh, I think it's the 7th or 8th or something like that, the week before, Your Health Freedom, Utah. Kristen Chevrier has invited me to speak with Jared St. Clair, another buddy of mine who has a show in Utah. Uh, to present at her event. So we'll have to add the Your Health Freedom Utah event to the calendar for October. I don't know, man. If we ever hear from Steve Feld again to produce another uh, T-shirt, it's going to have to be a really big T-shirt with all these. (laughs) Tour of 2023 is like, we're back. I don't know how long, but we're back. So that's cool. And what else was I going to check? Was there there any more? Looks like we've got um, questions of the day coming in to the, the website. Okay. Since I asked you this morning, there's been more that have been submitted today. All right. We'll to see we will we uh, we'll cover those tomorrow. And for anybody new who is checking out the show for the first time, if you have any questions or comments uh, for us, you can email us at askrsb at gmail.com. You can call us and leave us a message at 866-939-2355, 866-939-BELL. Or you can go over to the website, robertscottbell.com, and leave it there. Leave it there. So we will will get to those tomorrow. Very cool. The ones that have come in. All right. Any last-minute questions or comments before we wrap up? Because we got our AMA less than two hours from now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Steven said, let's book Tucker as tomorrow's guest to break the inside story. Yeah. (laughs) Good luck. Yeah. uh, I'm sure he's got nothing going on tomorrow. Yeah. But, yeah, we'd love to have him on, of course. All right. All right, so hopefully all y'all can join us. Uh, if you haven't joined and become a patron, as little as five bucks a month, you can join us right away. Uh, uh, Seven o'clock Eastern, four o'clock Pacific. This day, 24 April, 2023. On the 25th of April, we've got our normal show, I guess. I don't know who's planned to be there, but we also have the um, Cardio Miracle webinar. Yep. With Dr. Witcher running for governor of Mississippi as well. He's an integrated physician. And we're going to talk all things cardiovascular health. And that's after the show. I think that'll be at uh, 6 o'clock. Let's see. It's at 5 o'clock East. No, 5 o'clock Pacific. Eight so, o'clock. I believe it's 6 o'clock uh, your time. Yeah. In, uh, Central. Mountain. Yeah. Or Mountain. Yes. Yeah. I forget where you are. All right, Bolden. Thanks for being with us. I gave you, you have an invitation to the AMA if you can join in, even say hello for a few minutes. Just saying. I got you. Got you covered. Anyway, lots of love to all y'all. Thank you for being here. Thanks to Ken Rutger for being tenacious and using his wife's computer to join us on the show today. And uh, unless there's an announcement about who's going to be on the show tomorrow, then I don't know. And then we can go. Uh, How about tomorrow? Kate. Oh, no. Excuse me. That's next week. Mm -hmm. No, it's tomorrow. Kate Birch in hour one. Oh, some homeopathic stuff. Let's see. Get rid of that. I think that's all we have planned for the show tomorrow. Okay. So hour one, Kate Birch. Homeopathy, y'all. All right. Thanks for being here. See y'all tomorrow, God willing. And see ya in less than a couple hours on our Zoom AMA. Lots of giveaways. 
Please Click join. on the Patreon banner over to robertscottbell.com. You still have an hour and a half. Yep. We'll see you All there. All right. See you later. Thanks.